Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Hi. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. We don't do hardcore sports segments, really. Any other we do softcore. show that we do. Yeah. Softcore sports. We cut away. You'll get right, the gyrating, right. but you won't see the actual. You see all the sports action up until the actual point of contact, and then we cut away tastefully. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! Shavaka do! You wanna sack? The guy is drunk! Whoopah! Watch your profanity! Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Tuesday! Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. I'll tell you what, there is nothing I like doing before the show more than resetting your computer. I tried to tell you. Just let it go. But you you fixed it. I know, but you know what, though? I'm, I'm fixing it. I'm trying. Yep. And you're just nagging me the entire time. Forget I, about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. I'm doing it. Whose voice was that? That wasn't my voice. Seems that like is you were your projecting voice. a little bit there. Who did that sound like? She does the same thing. <laughs> Your wife what are you does doing? that. I said I don't need it. What are you doing? I'm fixing it. Yeah, but it's I don't know. Yeah, it just I was literally looking at the internet, and all of a sudden it just went bloop. Bye bye. Right, is it working now? It looks like well, at least one of them is. Oh, you're welcome. So thank you. Uh, all the news and notes you need as we go inside the NFL at three forty eight. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. In the 4 o'clock hour. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game this week, Boner? Game this week is Ouchie or No Ouchie NBA Playoff Edition. I'm going to give oh. you the name of a player. Let me tell you something, buddy. And you tell me if he's Ouchie How or many do you have? Not Ouchie. Uh, to be determined at this point. Right. Still working on the if list. If you have eight, I'll miss all eight. <laughs> it's a, I it's, have no idea. It's a 50-50 guess. It's Ouchie or No Ouchie. You'll all get right. some right just by sheer luck. Okay. I think you'll know one of them. There's one you'll know. There's one I'm going to know. You'll know one. All right. LeBron. No. <laughs> no that's not ouchie. That's not. Well, he is ouchie, but he's not also in the playoffs. Okay. They're, he, they missed the playoffs. All right. Uh, baseball today. Reds home opener with the Guardians this afternoon, shortly after 4 o'clock. I saw that Frank Vogel was fired from the Lakers. That's not the news. No, I news. mean, it's, it's a little bit the news, well, but I know, it's but we, the bigger... We sort of knew that was right. coming, yes, right? right. I mean, I'm the NBA insider. Had my <laughs> ear to the ground. <laughs> you and Brian Windhorst, man, that's that's what's going on. But it's uh, it's LeBron, once again. Now, he's he's done this in the past, where he just sort of throws up his hands and says, Hey, guys, I'm just a simple caveman. I just shoot the basketball. I don't know what goes on. He says about the firing, that's not my decision. It's not my decision to sit here and say, well, this is what we should bring back and have on the roster. That would be the front office's decision. And obviously they may ask my input, but at the end of the day, they'll make the decision they feel that best suits this franchise going forward. So LeBron just wants you to know he's just a regular player. He has nothing to do with any of this. Well, he can be technically correct that he doesn't make the decision, right? Technically speaking... He doesn't actually make the phone call and say, this is what's happening, make it so. 
But if he calls the decision makers for the Lakers, like Rob Palinka, and says, this is what I want to happen, make it so, chances are they will listen to him and do what he asks. So that is, yes, he's technically not wrong. It's not my decision. I just I just give my feedback or I tell them what I think. All right. No, but that's we know what that that's means, like though. the Godfather saying I, I didn't technically order the killing of anybody. No, but you had your lieutenants and you winked at them and they knew what that they knew meant. What it meant. Right. Yeah. It, and, and trust me, I am someone who I defend a lot of LeBron in standpoint of people. I feel like sometimes people just gloss over like, yeah, 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 he's really great, but he's not the greatest of all time. Okay, what about that great part? Like, I get stuck on that sometimes of, let's not forget, we are watching someone play basketball in a way we may never see again. But it doesn't mean he can't occasionally be annoying or be wrong. And in this case, he is wrong when he says, I have nothing to do with this. No, you absolutely do. Well, he's not He's not wrong. I think he's just being shady about it. I wish he would just come out and say, yeah, I I, I did think it was time for a change. I express that to management. Yeah, I don't but he doesn't want to be seen as that guy. He wants to be seen as the guy who is he wants to see he wants to be seen as positive. His brand is I'm sure he thinks. All right, so he positive. doesn't he doesn't want to be seen as the guy that he is. He doesn't want to be seen as a guy who's sitting there hiring and firing people. Right? I mean, wouldn't that be true? He doesn't well, I don't think I don't that's think fine, but I think he wants to be more seen as like I'm this global ambassador of the game and that's that's a problem. When you, if you're the global ambassador of the game and you're not the guy who makes those decisions, when manager comes to you, say, Hey, man, personally, I didn't really understand what his vision was for this team, but, you know, I'm willing to work with him if you guys want to keep him. I think he's a good man and I would hate to see him lose his job. That is also something LeBron can say. I guess we're just splitting hairs here. If I were LeBron, let's believe this is real for a second. If I were LeBron, I would rather be seen as a tyrant than as a phony. And oh, I, I, yeah. I look at LeBron as a phony. Well, on that, yeah, I agree. I know, and, and that's, I guess, where I get frustrated sometimes when I watch him is people like, we, we've had this discussion here before of, well, LeBron's a terrible GM. He is. He is a terrible GM. He should not be allowed to make these decisions, and I don't even know that he necessarily, I, I don't know what his inside, the way he works. I don't know what he does in the organization, right? But we've talked about many a time if with the Packers situation with Aaron Rodgers. If Aaron Rodgers comes to you and says, I would like this to happen, we have ripped the Packers for like, why are you not at least heavily considering doing what this guy wants? The problem is sometimes the guys in the uniform do not make the best decisions, right? Aaron Rodgers, some of the times he wanted something done, maybe they would have made poor decisions, right? And they haven't given in to him as much as some other teams have given in to LeBron. The great ones rarely do make very good decisions. Yes. I mean, Michael Jordan drafted Kwame Brown. Yes. Magic Johnson right. is thought of as one of the worst front office hires in recent memory. Sure. Wayne Gretzky was was a bad head coach. All that's true. That's what I'm saying is I think that we have to put the blame where it belongs, right? Yeah, LeBron does tend to be a bad GM. Why does anyone let him do that? And the answer is because they want him to be happy and stay there and keep playing for them. It's it's a hard... I don't know what I would do different. If you're the Lakers, LeBron comes in and says, get me Russell Westbrook. And you're like, yeah, but we we could get DeMar DeRozan. We could get all these other guys that way more complement what this team is with you and Anthony Davis. And he says, well, that's fine. I want Russell Westbrook. I don't know what you do in that situation. 
I, yes, the, the backbone thing would be to say, well, too bad, LeBron, I run this team. And then you have this contentious relationship. You risk, you know, making it worse. Well, I'm, I'm not saying the Lakers made the wrong move. I'm I'm saying they I'm did. I'm saying LeBron made the wrong move. Well, he just doesn't want to let you know that he made the moves. I know it. And I guess I think on the larger point with people with LeBron's bad at being a GM. Yes. He Yes, I agree with you. I don't know what you're supposed to do with that, right? Let's face it, there's a lot of guys who don't end up being on the team at this point. No, people talk about, and obviously for many reasons, right? Kobe is a legend for what he did on the court, and then obviously, tragically, now he's not with us. But do we all forget that when Kobe was with the team, how those last couple years go? I mean, he tried to drag a team to the playoffs, much like LeBron was trying to drag a team to the playoffs this year. Why was that? Because the rest of the team sucked, because they had to pay him more money than anyone. And it it's not his fault, but that's how it works when you keep an aging superstar around. So I think sometimes we gloss over that with other superstars and LeBron, rightfully so, because he makes all the headlines. And then he says things like this, like, I don't, I don't make the call. No, you don't. But your talent does. Your ability does. When you say something, it has more weight than anyone in the NBA. Adam Schefter apologized for his uh, insensitive Dwayne Haskins tweet over the weekend. We talked about this briefly yesterday. He posted an apology. Even that rang hollow to me because it was a link to his podcast. So even his yeah, apology it's... had to be about him because he wants to get his podcast numbers up. Now, I'm sure he'll say, no, no, no. It's because I wanted you to hear my voice. First of all, Adam Schefter shouldn't really want us to hear him talk about anything. Because yeah. I, he just rubs me the wrong way. My grandfather used to have an expression. Whenever he met somebody he thought was a phony or that he didn't like, he would say, I wouldn't buy a car from that guy. And yeah. Adam Schefter sounds like that. I heard Schefter on with Rothman and Ice today. He has a weekly hit with them. They brought Schefter on. They asked him some difficult questions. And while he was saying all of the right things, there is this subtle tone of annoyance in his voice. Like he is bigger than any conversation that he's in. And I guess maybe if you paid me $9 million to talk about somebody's groin, maybe I would have a big head too. But I just really believe there's not a genuine bone in that guy's body. And I'm sorry if that ruffles some feathers here at the radio station since he has a relationship here. But I don't believe a damn word that he says. Yeah, I don't know him at all to know whether he's genuine or not. But I, I understand what you're saying when you listen to him. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of I'm just talking transactionally to you or I'm talking about something because this is kind of like I, I know a lot more about it, but I'm not going to let you in on everything. My issue with all of this is that in the moment you as a reporter, you get something, you you say the wrong thing. I think in in sitting in this chair for as long as I have, and I, I'm guessing, Mike, you feel the same way. One of the biggest things we would all like to have in this business when we get something wrong is the chance to come back and get it right. You know, yeah. like I, I would want the chance to immediately get to the people that I hurt and say, Man, I, I don't know why I said it that way, or maybe I just had the wrong motives, or or maybe I'm just dumb and I said a dumb thing, but either way, I am now seeing what this looks like, and I am seeing, more importantly, how it hurt you, and I am truly sorry about that. That was wrong. I would love the opportunity to be able to do that, and I'm surprised with Adam Schefter, it took... What, two days? I'm not surprised. From to hop on his podcast? Because he's well, arrogant. You and I talked about this before the show. He had an opportunity... When he deleted that tweet, 
to just quickly send another one and say, hey, man, you know what? I, I didn't word that the right way. I need to be better. It's not about his struggles in the NFL. A man lost his life. Here's what I should have said. And that would have made news for about 30 minutes. Look yeah, at the insensitive right. tweet that Adam Schefter sent out. That would be a 30-minute news cycle right there. Instead, it took him two days to apologize, and when he did, he sounded like an arrogant prick. No, you're, you're, you're right on that. And I think even if... I don't know what his logic is. I'm guessing there's some logic to the idea of, I want people to be able to hear it from me. I don't just want to send a quick text correction. I want to uh, really well, apologize. Fine. Fine. But you, we were talking about it earlier, and you made a great point. You have a phone in your hand that you use all the time. You are able to take a video with that phone and post that on Twitter or anywhere else you want to, right? So he could easily have said, let me apologize for the Dwayne Haskins Instead, tweet. Instead, he saved it for his podcast. And then put a video out for free on Twitter where you put everything else for free. But the, the Dwayne Haskins apology, that we've got to make sure you get on the, we got to get a click for that. That's, that doesn't strike, that doesn't sit well with me either, man. I'm with you. I wonder if other people heard that too on Rothman and Ice. Where he's saying all the right things, but there's just this tone. There's this level of annoyance that I think is there. That he has to actually say these things. If you missed it, it'll be on their podcast. Search Rothman and Ice wherever you get your audio. Uh, coming up, I have an interesting NBA stat. A crazy NBA stat to share with you. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for slowdowns on Ohio Avenue south of East Main Street. An overturned vehicle causing some backups in that area. Please be very careful as things get cleaned up. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute slowdown. Stripping Report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Fat and happy. Hey, one out of two isn't bad. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Tuesday. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. I saw this NBA stat today. And you know I'm not the NBA guy. You don't have to be an NBA guy to appreciate this stat. This past regular season, the Eastern Conference won the season series against the Western Conference. 226 wins for the East versus 224 wins for the West. That is the first time since 2008-2009 that has happened. It's only the second time that the East has done it in the last 23 seasons. Wow. Two times in 23 seasons, the Eastern Conference finished with a better record than the Western Conference. That is crazy. I mean, that's been notably kind of a, a talking point for many years in the NBA that, you know, you go out west, that's where it's tough, right? In the last 10 years, that's kind of been the thing. But, but 20, 23 seasons? <laughs> Look, there's a lot of things that are true. That's you know? a long time. Ohio State beats Michigan every year. You know? But, right, yes. right, yeah. Uh 
American League wins the All-Star game every single year, yes. But I guarantee you, if I go back and look at the All-Star winners, National League has more than two wins in the last 23 seasons. Well, I'm trying to think. 23 years ago, that would have been what, 99? So that would have been right around the time when what was going on in the NBA. Jordan, I don't remember if he was unretired by that point, but he was largely, he was not in the Bulls' heyday, right? Even the second go with the Bulls. I think 98. Wasn't 98 the last? 98 was the last championship, championship right? So I'm saying like... So he was retired. Yeah, that's another year away from that. And then what happened also around that same time? I think a few years prior, but Shaq goes out to the Lakers. Kobe's there. Yeah. You had the Tim Duncan Spurs. The Western Conference then, if you wanted to compete, you had to go through Shaq and Kobe or Tim Duncan and a bunch of dudes and Greg Popovich. So all of a sudden, all those Western Conference teams started amassing talent. It's it's always funny how when the talent vacuums kind of go one way or the other, suddenly the whole league just shifts. And you've got a half the conference that's like, hey, we can win with almost like three guys who play basketball and a janitor and a fan. And that's the Eastern Conference for a lot of years because they were like, yeah, we don't have to worry about it. All the talent's over out West. And now you're seeing a lot of the talent back East and suddenly all the rosters have changed over now too. Now everyone in the East is trying to get way more competitive. We had an interesting situation in Philadelphia last night. Yeah, this is uh, Alec Baum, who is the third baseman for the Phillies and had a rough go of it to start the game. Three throwing errors in the first three innings, right? Brutal. Yeah, yes, terrible. Against my Mets. So there was a point where after his second error, he mumbled to, it looked like someone I couldn't tell on the bench or who exactly he was mumbling to. But he One said, of his own teammates. Yeah. He said, I effing hate this place. And it was caught on slow motion. People saw it. They zoomed in. You could see him say it. Uh, and then, you know, eventually Phillies went on to win the game. But yeah, yeah, he was, he was. Seen as saying that the Phillies fans were giving it to him as they should. Well, if you, I would have, you blow it once, people would just say, "Well, that sucks." You blow it a second time, most I don't think that's just Philadelphia. I think a lot of places would boo you and say, "Come on, man!" Absolutely. And, and the the first throw he had, I want to say, was the one that was a little tougher, but the second one was fairly routine, and it looked like it just got in his head. So he's probably made that throw a, a thousand times at least in his pro career, let alone all the other times, right? Like, as a youth player, all that stuff. So, when you mess up at that level, of course you're going to have some feelings about that. You're going to hear about it, but I wouldn't... I mean, I don't blame people booing him in the moment, but I wouldn't be holding it over his head that he said, I effing hate this place. Like, yeah, I mean, I've... Well, do you have the quotes from what he said after the game? uh, Yeah, he said... By the way, Adam Schefter, this is what you do. Yeah, he right. he was asked about it. He said his emotions got the best of him. He said, I said it. Do I mean it? No. It's a frustrating night for me, obviously. Made a few mistakes in the field. Look, these people, these fans, they just want to win. You heard it. We come back. They're great. I'm just sorry to them. I don't mean that. All right. That was right after the game. He said what he should have said. That's the way you apologize. If I'm a Phillies fan, I take that. And I also understand you and I were talking about this for the show. How many times... Have you and I walked out of this studio during a commercial break? Either the lights were flickering or the microphone wasn't working or our headphone jack stopped working in the middle of a segment and we walk out of here and we've said it out loud. I effing hate this place. Yeah. It's, and in that moment, you do. I'm thinking there's lots of people in many jobs who can relate to you have a meeting that doesn't go the way you wanted to and you walk out going, oh, this place, God, 
Like, or, you know, maybe whatever. That's just, that stuff happens. It's okay to vent in the moment at your job. The thing is, most of us don't have a camera that is right in our face the second we, you know, have that issue. So I, I don't blame him for saying it in the moment. It wasn't like he, look, the team they were playing yesterday, the Mets, they last year, when the fans got onto them, they, every time they did something good, were thumbs downing the fans, which basically was a big F you to the fans. That's even worse, though, because that's premeditated. Well, they're it was sitting around and the, right. they're laughing about they're it. They're sitting around in the clubhouse laughing about how much they hate the fans. This guy's having a bad night. He said something under his breath. He shouldn't have said it. He was caught, but he copped to it after the fact. As a fan, I care about two things. I want my athletes to perform, and I want my athletes to care. And as long as he does both of those things, I don't care. Well, I don't care right. if he says it a million times that he hates the effing place. I, I know that what the... <laughs> there are people who always have a good reaction in the moment, right? And there are some people that say what he should have done is just slap his gov- glove and say, I can't believe I'm doing this. Or like, dang it all, that's on me. You know, like... Right, that would be a thing that he... Sh- it would be nice if he said it that way. And it would be nice if that's what happened, but... He's a real human being, and that's how real human beings react. I think there are a lot of people in the stands, quite honestly, who, had they done the same thing and then were getting booed, would say it in the moment of, man, I just, I hate this. I hate I hate what's happening right now. I hate this place. I hate that everyone's booing me. If I was on the road and this happened, I wouldn't be getting booed like this. You know, there'd be people laughing at him, but that'd be a lot different. They're away fans. You know, you hear from the home fans, it hurts a little bit. I don't blame him for feeling that, but he owned it and he's moving on, and I think that's okay. Dick Masheter Ford fan poll, 971, that too, 971thefan.com. Who will win this season's Ohio Cup? Guardians, Reds, or a tie, which means I think it would stay with the Guardians. Or special option four, Mm. Jimmy Crack Corn. Who the hell cares about the Ohio Cup? Who can, Teddy? Don't don't I you do say? Care about no, it. you don't. You care that your team wins games. Let me ask you this. But the actual physical thing, the Ohio Cup, you don't care. I'm annoyed because we don't have it. I think we tied last year. Looked like we were going to win a it. Liar! I have to hear Colin talk about. Oh, we got the cup. He's running around all the time talking about <laughs> it. It's very he annoying. Doesn't care. Yeah. He doesn't even know. He doesn't know that his team has the Ohio Cup. Oh, he knows. This manufactured piece of crap. I'd rather have the Illabuck. Shark had the uh, Ohio Cup actually shaved into his chest hair when he I, came I, today. It was no shirt right. on, and Shark's just oh. running around. Yeah, it was I pretty crazy. It. Yeah, you can't have this back. I agree, though. I think, and I obviously Ted's having fun, but I don't think there's any Guardians or Reds fan that if you gave them the option, you can be in first place at the end of August in your division, but you've lost every game in the Ohio Cup, or. You have like whatever your record's going to be, and you've won the Ohio Cup. Oh, that's like asking if the Buckeyes would rather have a national championship and you know lose to Michigan. Oh, no, shut it's up! Not. Shut or... up! That's different. You don't even mean it. <laughs> I hate this effing place. Tomorrow, fan poll is the Ohio Cup the greatest rivalry in all of sports. Stop it. Yes or no? Eight seconds of work netted someone a big payday. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. An earlier accident has cleared from Ohio Avenue south of East Main Street. All lanes have reopened in that area, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. You'll also find some delays on 71 northbound between 670 and 17th Avenue. That's going to be a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. When you apply for a home loan, there are different options depending on your situation and needs. With Rocket Mortgage, you can see how different down payments, monthly payments, and closing costs will impact your loan and your budget. When you need a lender who works for you, Rocket can. Only an array with fan traffic. talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. Holiday. He had a bonus in his contract that if he played 67 games, it would get him an extra $306,000. This was on Sunday, last day of the regular season. Yeah, this Milwaukee is... Bucks were just going to play the bench. Right, yeah. And so. Drew Holiday started the game to get his bonus. Played eight seconds. Didn't even play to the dead ball. Dead, dead ball. Dead hey, ball. Paul, Paul ball, Farmer. Dead ball. Didn't even play to the dead ball. He had to foul somebody eight seconds in, collected his bonus, and then he sat his ass on the bench for the rest of the game after making $306,000 for eight seconds worth of work. Right. Let him live. Yeah, they. I mean, the Bucks are, they already had their playoff position set. They were pretty much all good. Actually, I take that back. They did switch where they would be by losing this game, but they didn't care. They weren't worried about their seeding because they were running out a pretty much G League roster in this game, except for Drew Holiday to start the game. And people said, well, that that's interesting. Why is that happening? He's a starter for them. He's a great player. That's why. And you know what? Good, good for the Bucks because this is something that I think is different than a lot of organizations in sports. Not that the Bucks are the best ever, but they figured out some things. They're going to take care of their guys. That that's a that's a good piece of the puzzle there for this team that hopes to repeat as NBA champs. They took care of this guy and said, "Yeah, I know you make millions and millions of dollars, but you got a three hundred six thousand dollar roster bonus, and all we have to do is let you check into this game. Well, we'll we'll we're not going to rewrite your contract. We'll make you earn it, but you're only one game away. This is the final game. We're not going to screw you out of that. Good for them. I think that's the the right way to handle it. And what is that team going to miss $300,000? The answer is nothing. They're not going to miss it at all. The Washington Nationals looks like they're going up for sale. The Lerner family bought the Nationals 16 years ago for $450 million. It will sell for at least $2 billion when it sells. Yeah. There's a couple things interesting about this. Uh, First of all, the family has been on the record previously saying they would never sell the team. Okay. Yeah, that's a little bit of a change then because it's now for sale. Well, I don't know if it's the fact that nobody wants to run the team or they're just looking at the money they can make off of the the sale, but 
You know, when, I'm not here to say they should sell the team, shouldn't sell the team. I don't even care. But when you and I say that the financials have changed and there are Major League Baseball owners that would rather close up their stadium and not play any games. You know, it used to be if you didn't draw fans, you didn't, you didn't do anything. You had to draw fans to stay, to stay solvent yeah. in Major League Baseball. They don't care if they draw fans. The Washington Nationals, in this time span, won the World Series, I'm sure had many sellout crowds in the 16 seasons. The reality is, if they close those doors, sat on this franchise for 16 seasons, never sold one ticket, they would still be selling this franchise for $2 billion based off of a $450 million investment. It's the time, it's the ownership that makes you money, not being successful on the field and not selling tickets. And that's why I think the game needs to fundamentally change. Yeah, you're right. Because the incentives are all wrong for Major League Baseball owners. They don't, win or lose doesn't matter. It's all based on their personal tolerance for being yelled at about losing. Now, right? the, the or learners, their point of pride if they win and they feel good about that, how competitive they are, that's the difference. The learners wanted to win. All right, they spent money. Yeah. They went after things. I mean, you and I talked about it. At times, it looked like they weren't close, but yet they were still spending a bunch of money, intent on winning, not trading guys when they should have. And baseball people looked at it and say, what are you doing? Well, the reality is they wanted to win. And oh, they yeah, did. They right. won the World Series. And what was it, 2019 won the World Series? I believe that's right. Got close a couple times as well. They wanted to win. But yeah. that, that wouldn't have changed the fact that they're going to sell this thing for $2 billion. Like you said, though, was it McDonald's that's kind of had that uh, that different shift? Shift? Yep. Long ago where they realized, yeah, we're in the hamburger business, but we're also in the real estate business because we own a lot of land now all yeah. over the place. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's that's kind of what Major League Baseball's got now because they've got, yes, the stadium land, but they also have the land around a lot of these stadiums. A lot of these owners, and I'm not saying the learners do, I don't remember what their situation is like around there. Maybe they've done the same thing, but a lot of Major League Baseball owners make money from the fact that they own this property around the ballpark and all of that stuff also keeps them in business. So you, you can sell the team and some of that ownership, yes, of the new ownership will get some of that land and they'll get some of those holdings. But I guarantee you all these owners that have some of that, they will keep it for the rest of their life. They'll get that piece and that little bit of recurring income beyond the big cash impact they're going to have on their bank account when they sell their team they're going to still have money rolling in even after that i was reading today that there it's believed that they already have buyers in place i'm sure that they do well, yeah. this news doesn't become public unless you're down this road no but i was trying to think about all the different teams that are currently for sale it feels like there are quite a few right because you've got the nationals for sale antonio you've, brown's going to buy the nationals oh right i forgot you've got the broncos he's going to buy the broncos as well Am I missing? There's a. Are the Chargers back for sale? No, or not I don't, for think, sale? They're, I don't they, think they're for sale. Spanos family kept them okay, but they were talking about selling them for a while, and it seems like they could be for sale again soon. Who knows, right? There's another team in the NFL that's for sale. Am I wrong? The Commanders will be for sale soon. The commanders should be for sale. Oh, it's it, aren't the Saints kind of rumored that it's perhaps yes, they it's rumored would be they coming could be online for soon sale. to be sold. Tom Brady's going to buy them too. Did the A Rod sale go through with the T Wolves in the NBA, or I did don't that know. see Who that? Knows. I'm just saying, like. It feels like all of a sudden there are at least a handful of pro sports teams for sale, and maybe that's not unusual, but it feels unusual to me. By the way, speaking of that Tom Brady, what didn't happen with Miami, 
Man, does Florio have a chubby for this story. Oh, he every, can't stop every other he can't stop. Every day, there's something about this. All right, buddy, we get it. I don't... And you know, the thing is, I love how he picks a story. Well, he, he's ne- he'll never be proven wrong. Because right. there's no way to prove it wrong. Well, I what annoys me is, and we've all been there, we've all had our thing. I have them from time to time. Things that I can't let go that I think are super interesting, but... At some point, you got to learn to read the room. And I'm not saying I do that all the time. But I try to remember that just because something in my brain is super exciting and interesting doesn't mean it is for everybody else. I, I guess I and when don't... you run a football website, maybe you should think about that, Florio, where, yeah, some of this is interesting, but sometimes it gets to be too much where he's no, just on it every five he, seconds. He's so transparent. At least he is to me. He he wants to dig into Bruce Arians being a piece of crap because he doesn't like Bruce Arians, and that's why Tom Brady wanted to move on. Maybe Maybe that's what happened. Who the hell knows? Or maybe Tom Brady went home, looked at his family for two weeks, and said, what the hell did I do? Could it be that simple? It could be that. You're not wrong. We get so hung up on what could have happened, sports what-ifs, and I do this too. What if this guy doesn't get hurt? What if this coach doesn't take this job? But sometimes we get too hung up on this almost happened. Let's write 19 stories about it. (laughs) All right. Well, I love a good sports what-if. You do too. And... Ten years from now, we can all look back on whatever happens with the end of Tom Brady's career, which is already we thought was over, and now it's not over. But we can look back on all that and say, man, what if he had gone to the Dolphins? Wonder what would have happened. Maybe the Bucks don't win seven more Super Bowls in a row, and he doesn't play till he's 57 <laughs> or whatever age he'll be. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, maybe he goes in and has a great time with Dolphins and says, yeah, I don't ever want to play football again, but I love doing all this front office stuff. Yeah, that's a, that's a cool what if. We're not, that story's not even written yet because we don't even know what the end of the story is. All the news and notes you need as we go inside the NFL coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some ramp restrictions to watch out for. You'll find a crash blocking the two left lanes at the bottom of the ramp to West Broad Street from I-70 westbound. There are police on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but traffic is bumper to bumper and still continues to build. Might want to use some caution over here. Traffic report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. For inspiration to reach your goals, join Ben Nempton to get on track with five steps to make the seemingly impossible possible. Register at ExpressPros.com slash Express Talks. A free virtual event may fit from Express Employment Professionals. ExpressPros.com. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. And from every dime a dog night in the Midwest, here's Man and Bone. Bone? Yes, man. The, uh, the ocean is trying to kill us. Oh? I saw a story today. Saying researchers have discovered at least 5,000 RNA virus species that scientists previously did not know about living in the ocean. Really? Ready to get us. Yes. Now, I've always heard from smarter people 
that the earth is the the ocean is sort of the last frontier where we know more, more about the surface of the moon than we do about the ocean floor. I didn't know if that was real or not, but then I'm reading this story. It is estimated that 91% of all ocean life remains undiscovered. Think about that for a how, second. How much percent? 91%. All of our years as smart humans on this earth, we have discovered 9% of what lives in the water. Yeah. Well, that's why I think Elon Musk is full of crap. You want to go out and explore Mars? How about you take care of the ocean That's there, right. Buddy? Get in the ocean. Dive down with James Cameron. Yeah, go swimming around in there for a little bit. And then, and then we get that all sussed out. Then you can go on up to Mars. How about that? Instead of shooting rockets off every five seconds. 91%. There could be some plankton fungi thing down there that cures everything that ails us. Well, you know, that's one of the things they've talked about for like a renewable energy source because, you know, algae and and things like that create a lot of, you know, what am I trying to say? Gases, I want to say, like bio gases that we might be able to harness when they're converting, you know, their food sources. There's something that they could possibly harness. And if we could ever figure it out on a big scale, well, let's start figuring it out. I want to I I drive an algae powered car. That's what I want. I just I find it I find it hilarious. We have a car orbiting somewhere out there in space, but we don't know ninety one percent of what is on our planet under the water. Everybody just wants to give Elon Musk all this. Yay! Look at Elon Musk. Woo! It's like he's already given up on this planet. He doesn't even know about what. How much of the planet is covered in water? Isn't it like seventy percent? And of that seventy percent, we don't know about ninety one percent of that. How about Crazy. we explore that, and then we say, oh, you know what, never mind. Earth won't last all the time we need it to. Now let's go to Mars. Blew my mind. Inside the NFL, hit it. Common Man and T-Bones Inside the NFL. Brought to you by my friend Dick Masheter Ford. Open 24-7 at MasheterFord.net. Bone. Also, Elon Musk never had a good idea. He just bought them from other people. Anyway, moving on. Tristan Wirfs. He is excited about Tom Brady. He is ready for Tom- Tampa Tom to be... Tampa Tom, what? Tampa Bay to be Tampa Bay. You Tampa, know what I'm trying Tampa, to say. Tampa Tom. Tampa Tom. Anyway, right tackle Tristan Wirfs joked during his Tuesday press conference that he still doesn't have Tom Brady's phone number. But then he said, he's glad to have Brady on the team. He said, I think it just opens up the window again, talking about the championship window with him at the helm. And that too, everyone is always excited. I was excited either way. But having Tom Brady back there and getting to protect him for one more year is pretty cool. I'm going to say BS on I was excited either way. I mean, you're probably excited to play football. You're probably excited to get paid a lot of money to play football. But if you get into the huddle and it's Tom Brady back there or it's a random dude, Tom Brady is going to make you a little bit more excited to play football. I don't think you're equally excited about no Tom Brady or Tom Brady. Uh, Speaking of guys who are high on their quarterbacks, how about this? Cortland Sutton, wide receiver uh, for the Broncos, was talking about the fact that now Russell Wilson is his teammate. And at his press conference, he said, quote, you can all you can. We all can feel it. We all can feel it. The juice is just different. The juice is different. different. Juice. juice. He's got different juice. Get with him. He's Russell Wilson. Different juice. Not morning juice. Different juice. So there you go. That's got me fired up. I'm excited about it. This is, I don't care. It's fantastic news, though. Eagles, they've signed Olympic hurdler and former Ducks wide receiver Devin Allen to a three-year deal. That's kind of cool. He was playing at Oregon. You may remember his college career. Then he went off and was an Olympic hurdler. 
Finished fifth and fourth in the 110-meter hurdles in the past two Olympics. So close to a medal, but yet so far. Anyway, Oregon known for their great track and field program, but also great football program. The Eagles said, maybe you can come back and play football. But I just want to point out, he is 27 years old. He has not played football since 2016. Let him live. And he's getting a look. Want to know why? Why? Fast. Hurdles. Fast. Fast. And can jump right over, over people. you. Yeah. Well, you know what's... Can you just imagine in the booth of whatever game... Let's say he makes the team. Let's say he gets a catch, and he's running up the field, and some linebacker's lumbering at him, and he jumps over the linebacker. Do you know how quickly that announcement goes? Oh, Olympic hurdler! Like, they're going to be so ready for that moment. They're going to be... It's in their first note they have for him. Not even his hometown. None of that. Olympic hurdler. They're going to be thrilled when he jumps over somebody. If he gets a chance to, that'll be a lot of fun. I can't wait to hear Kevin Burkhart call the action. <laughs> Tell you and how then he's eat vegan. a piece of bread. Wait. Not vegan, gluten free. Oh, gluten free. I'm yeah. sorry. But he's going to get so excited. He's going to eat, eat the bread. He's going to eat the bread. Eat the bread. You know what's going to happen to him? I, what? Nothing. Nothing. That's huh? going to happen to him. I'm going to eat the bread. I'm going to. We're all, we're all eating the bread. You know how many people on this planet are truly gluten intolerant? Like medically I don't, gluten I don't intolerant? Know. Like point two percent of people. Well, you know what? If if you don't eat the bread, I don't judge. It's up to you. But if you put it in your Twitter profile and you're not actually needing to medic, well, you don't need to put anything in your Twitter profile medically. What are we talking about? Kevin Burkhart. Yeah, does you know what that. I'm going to put in my Twitter profile? Hashtag constipated. Because <laughs> I am. <laughs> There you go. I haven't taken a crap in five days. Hashtag constipated. That's, that's a. You might want to talk to someone about that. Uh, Tua Tonga Vailoa. Everyone is just thrilled with everything because, of course, we're into the optional team activities at this point. Dolphins quarterback Tua Tonga Vailoa says he's getting a ton of support from Mike McDaniel and the rest of the coaching staff, and it's unlike what he has experienced before. Uh, Tonga Bailoa, in this case, hosted a luau to raise money for Big Brothers and Big Sisters of Miami. Very nice gesture there. He praised McDaniel and offensive coordinator Frank Smith uh, for all showing up early and often and being there for him personally. He added he had not witnessed such support before. So hang on that quote, if you will. Hmm, interesting. Throwing some shade at the previous regime. Uh, he also said, to be able to have our OC, my quarterback's coach, and our head coach here in support of this, I've never witnessed that. Talking about the luau to raise money. So he's saying they're all there and they're all supportive of him. So very cool to see. I I don't know what it means for his NFL career, but may help out quite a bit. And uh, the XFL, they have announced a partnership with the NFL Alumni Academy. Are you aware of the NFL Alumni Academy? Yeah, they're up in Canton, right? Yeah, I had forgotten about this, but it is a group of guys when... The season starts, they're like recent free agents, guys that didn't get signed to contracts. They can go there and work out, stay in shape, stay ready to play. And then if you have a bunch of injuries and you don't have any more players, you can call up this pool of players and say, well, how about you come over and play for our team for the next few weeks? Well, the XFL is now saying next year when they start up, they have exclusive deals with the NFL that will allow their players to get a look by this alumni academy so you might see XFL players ending up on NFL rosters. Thank you. You're welcome. Who are the greatest coaches of all time? I'm going to tell you. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a crash still blocking the two left lanes at the bottom of the ramp to West Broad Street from westbound I-70. Police remain on scene trying to get things cleaned up. About 10 to 15 minute slowdown is expected as traffic continues to build. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Have the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. These two probably should have stayed in their basements. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. Happy Tuesday. Rapid Fire coming up at 434. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game, Boner? We're going to do Ouchie or No Ouchie NBA Playoff Edition, where I'll give you a player and you tell me if they're available for the playoffs or if they are Ouchie. Boner, who is... What? No, no, go ahead. Do your thing. What? No, I don't have anything to say. I'm all done. I'm not talking. I'm not talking. I'm not talking until you talk. It's up to you. I'm just going to bring the show down. That's all. Go ahead. So, if you didn't see it, sad news today in the comedy world. We have lost Louis Anderson not too long ago. We Ow. lost Bob Saget too, not too long ago. We have now lost Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, that's too bad. He has apparently died at the age of 67. Too bad. Norm MacDonald has passed away in the last year. Like, all these guys that kind of all ran together, they're all, they all dropped dead, and it's that's too bad. It's almost like people die. Yeah, I got it. Thanks. They don't all drop dead within like a year when they're all good friends. Yeah, That's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Anyway, never mind. It's not weird. Gilbert Godfrey. Godfrey? Godfrey. Godfrey? Yep. R.I.P. Have you ever seen him on like when he was... Because back in the 80s, they'd have him on regular like big time evening talk shows and he yeah. would do oh, his yeah. routines and he had a very different presentation than he does now. He kind of like turned it up a lot more where he would do that, you know, well, Iago that a, voice. That was a fake voice. Yeah, he right. He didn't really talk like that. Very interesting guy. Like, lived up in a nice penthouse suite in Manhattan. Beautiful wife, kids. Like, I stuff, like, I just pictured that guy living in a crappy old apartment that he no lived way. in the 70s. Come on. No, I had no idea he was, like, doing that well. But, of course, he did have the Disney money with Iago and Aladdin. Mm. That's how I came to know him. Thanks, Bone. I'm glad to help. Glad to bring it up. Who is the greatest coach of all time? A new survey asked 1,396 people. Why couldn't they find four more people for an even 1,400? I have no idea. 1,396 people. Who's the greatest coach of all time, regardless of sport? Oh, You ready? Here are the answers. Bill Belichick and Vince Lombardi... Each had 10% of the vote. All right. Those were the first two. Those are pretty good choices. Second on the list with 7% of the vote, Phil Jackson. All right. I was going to say he should be up there. 
also getting now as we get farther down on this this is going to become a, a name recognition contest because there's no way these people should be on this list all right, right. also with seven percent of the vote john madden john madden oh, was okay. a was a very very good nfl coach his winning percentage was excellent he won the super bowl he is not on the list with these other guys that we've mentioned so far. If you want to say John Madden is one of the most influential coaches of all time, that's fine. That's different because that would that's not talking about even during his coaching tenure, but he had such an influence on how we watch football. He was more of a I'm not trying to diminish what he did as an NFL coach, right? He was a Hall of Fame coach. Yes, he was very good. But his career as a broadcaster Far surpassed as far as his his collective knowledge of what everyone understood of him. That's far more from his TV work than it is from his days of coaching. And he had much more impact in that way. So, no, I don't think that's right to put him in the top five coaches of any sport of all time. No. So those were the, the top four. They got the most votes by far. Bill Belichick, Vince Lombardi, Phil Jackson, John Madden. Next on the list with 4% of people responding john wooden all right next I mean, on the list that's, that's he, he should be there yeah reasonable point to be made there here are the uh the guys with three percent tom landry teddy's guy mm-hmm. nick saban yeah. and mike krzyzewski all get three percent i don't know that i would put landry in the same conversation but to be fair i wasn't i know he's a legendary head coach i don't know if i would put him Top five of all the coaches ever that have Teddy's ever coached. Gonna, Teddy's going to fight you. Well, I got a name that I would put above him for sure. Well, hold on. I'm still... Oh, I forgot. Another guy got 3%, and okay. he does not deserve to be here. I will tell you this. Mike Ditka. Sure. Also getting 3% of the vote. That's that a is name recognition Total thing. name recognition. Yes, Mike Ditka won the Super Bowl, and if he controlled his ego with his players and his coaching staff, perhaps he could have won two more. That's how good that roster was. There is no way in hell Mike Ditka should be mentioned with these other names on the list, including John Madden. No, Including John Madden. Yeah. Would, let me ask you this. Madden, uh, Ditka, Jimmy Johnson. Of those three, who's the first one you take? Because I think you take Jimmy Johnson. Yes, I will take Jimmy Johnson. I mean, Johnson. Jimmy Johnson built the Cowboys, and then Jerry Jones got pissed at him and said, now you get out of here so I can run the team. And they still won another Super Bowl with Barry Switzer with Jimmy's guys. Like well, he, plus Jimmy won a national championship. And he won a national championship. Right. I'm saying if we're going to talk about that level of coaches, I'd put him above those guys, but he doesn't have quite, even though he's on TV all the time, he doesn't have quite the name recognition that those guys do. Man, I just tried to picture Mike Ditka recruiting high school kids. <laughs> I, Can you imagine I, that? I don't know why, but I like whenever I hear Ditka talk, it also puts me in the mind of like Norm McDonald's Burt Reynolds impersonation. Well, that's exactly right, because he would chew gum, gum yeah. chew gum like, come here, don't come here, I don't care. Yeah, but I brought, Whatever. I brought, I brought some sausages, you can have those. You're not coming to the Man, store. You really you think you're all that, don't you? And he would ride up. To, he would ride up to your house you in the wrestle? golf cart. You want to arm wrestle right now, son? I'll show you. This is Bauer right here. All right, here are the two percenters: Tony Dungy, Greg Popovich. Okay, I was about to say Popovich's name not being on there would be a slight. So I'm glad he's there. Don Shula and Joe Paterno. Those are the two percenters. Mm. Uh, right. Here are the one percenters now. Just two more names on this list: Bobby Knight and Bear Bryant. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, all those names, for the most part, other than the ones we've like stopped on. I'm I trying think, to think who who should be on this list that's not. It feels like... Go ahead. I say, Continue. did you mention the guy that was at your wedding? Was he on that list? Chuck Knoll? Yeah. Chuck Knoll no, was he, was not not he should be list. on that list. That's I right. Think. He should yeah, be on this I list. I agree with that. If right. we're putting Tony Dungy on this list... Well, no kidding. We didn't get a lot of uh, baseball managers, I don't feel like, in all that, did we? None. Did we get any? No. Didn't get one baseball manager, huh? Okay. No Joe Torre? Nope. I mean, there's there's been legendary managers all throughout. No uh, Tony La Russa? My guy. <laughs> Longevity, at the very least, you would think. Your guy, of course. Going to win a World <laughs> Series this year. I mean, I make fun of him, but... Well, no, he has The man has won career. multiple World Series. And a... Weird, with different organizations. He has a weird love of cats. One thing in common, which is steroids out the ace <laughs> for both of those teams. Yeah, but you're right. It does come down more to, well, I know who this guy is, and I've heard the name. Those are all famous names. Maybe not, not that they're not good coaches or even great coaches, but if we're talking orders of greatest coaches of all time, yeah, it feels like we've left quite a few names off that list. I mean, if we if we're talking about people that have won multiple championships and have reached the pinnacle of their sport many times, I mean, Urban's got to be in the conversation. Urban would have to be in that conversation, sure. As a college, if we're putting college coaches in, well, there. yeah, Paterno's on here. I'm trying to think of other other coaches we're missing. All right, here's my question to you, though. All those names that I just I just uh, named for you. All yeah. those names that I just named for you. Who's the number one guy for you, regardless of sport? Now, I know it's hard to compare eras and compare sports, mm. but if you had to pick the greatest coach of all time, that who is, would it be? That's a tough call because like, I'm inclined to go Saban or Wooden or even Coach K as much as I can't stand him. But all those guys coaching in college – you do get this built-in advantage that once you build it, you can then keep... It's a lot easier to keep it going because you've got the recruiting advantage. And I'm sorry for those of you who don't know the John Wooden backstory and think it was all just him teaching guys how to pull their socks up. Go look at the recruiting <laughs> violations First that would have happened. No, but that's I what love, I, was, I love. He, the, I love the anchor. Before you could dribble a ball, he'd show you how to put your socks on, and then how to tie your shoes, and that was the foundation. Yeah, he of also Wooden. got the best talent every yes. single year. Yes, he did. And we just ignore that Bill Walton played for him. I don't him. ignore he was one it. Of the greatest players of all time. I think that's a feather in John Wooden's cap. All these greats that he could go out him. and get the best talent every. How about Dean Smith not being on this list? Dean Smith's a big miss. Yeah. Totally agree with that. That's a good one. About Bill Walsh. Yeah. I mean, a lot of, you've got a lot of parts of the game for many, many years after he retired. If you want to talk, I know I was saying it's not influential. It's not the influential list, but he would be on that for that reason too, right? Yeah. Paul Brown. Well, I mean, I'm not going to argue that. I don't think anybody who's a football fan in the state of Ohio should argue that. Pretty great lineage he's got there. At all three of the big football institutions in this state. So let's go. We're missing some to other think people. Who too. I would pick. Maybe Phil Jackson. Phil's got a really good case. Just because of, you know, every, oh, he's got the best talent every single year. We've seen that that doesn't matter, especially when you're dealing with massive egos every single year to get them to buy in and color within the lines and still be hungry to win more championships. 
Well, right. And to do that, as we were just talking about in college, where a lot of these coaches like Saban, they get the great talent too, and they still have to get that talent to show up. But yeah, but they're also recycling talent. Where every you get few years, you get a new hungry chance. guys right. in trying to make a name for themselves. When you've already made a name for yourself, when people are saying that you're the greatest of all time, and yet you can still go out there and beat people and win every single year. Well, and not just that, convincing. I think there is a difference between convincing guys who want to be millionaires to play the sport the right way versus convincing guys who are millionaires, right? Like getting people to buy into your vision when they don't need you to achieve their dreams because they've already done it. They've already made the money. They're already rich beyond their wildest dreams, but they're willing to buy in because of what you're selling. That is, that's a huge difference than going into an 18-year-old's living room and saying, if you come here, I can make your dreams come true. Of Bill. all the people on this list, Ditka is the most ridiculous. He's it up is there. Ridiculous that he is. He is here. Yeah, I agree. He I wouldn't don't. even be in the top twenty-five NFL head coaches of all time. Dungey won two Super Bowls. Am I wrong? I think it was. Was it just the one? I think it was just one. Just the one. Yeah, just the one. Because he all got right. to another one. That's. I mean, that's. I'm not. I'm not trying to slight him, but. You are trying to slide. Are we saying Tony Dungy is any better of a coach? He than... is America's dad. All right. I got Cosby it. is a rapist. <laughs> and so Tony Dungy has taken over Okay, as America's dad. That's fine. I listen like, to him. I, I mean, I appreciate that Tony Dungy seems like a good man. Maybe I don't need the lectures every five seconds, but all right, I'll take you that he's a good man. I don't him know if and Mike greatest, Tarico are going to come over to your greatest house. Greatest coach of all time. Tell you how to live. I don't think he's in that conversation. Chris Cornell. He's not. Greatest of all tell time. Tell me how to Show me how to live. Not tell me how to live. Sorry. Tony, what happens if like Tony Dungy and Tony La Russa get in the same restaurant and then they're like, oh, let's compare. Nope. Nope. Sorry, Tony. Got, I'm, I'm far beyond. I've got too much. Look at all this that I've got and I've won. You've won barely anything. You can't get into this club. And Tony La Russa is not on the list. In my mind, Tony Russo goes everywhere with a little tiny kitten. Yeah. Everywhere he goes. I, <laughs> no, he's like, what's his name in dirty work with that little dog? He's doing that dog, man. <laughs> There's a, a reference call. from a movie dirty that no work. one saw. Yeah, Director work. of Dirty Work, by the way? No, I don't know. Bob Saget. Everyone with that movie's dead. Except for the guy you Except thought would be Except for Artie Lang! Artie Lang's Artie alive! Lang is alive! He's just, like, rising from the grave. Just all, every time you think you got him in there, boom, there comes that hand like Carrie. Just <laughs> shooting out of the ground. His nose His falls nose off. His nose falls off. He pops it back on. It's amazing. Godfrey's it's dead. Saget's dead. Everyone's Norm dead. McDonald's Norm McDonald's dead. They're dead. all dead. And Artie Lang is still alive. Uh, Chris Holtman may need some help from me. I will tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident causing slowdowns on Westbound 670 at 5th Avenue. Traffic is slow in this area and continues to build. Please use caution over here. We'll also find slowdowns on 71 Northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Strevy Report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. 
Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. If Biggie Size was a radio show, this would be it. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. I have something to read. All right. I have to find it, though. Okay. Go ahead and uh, take your time. Because I got a couple more greatest coaches of all time when we get a second. Join the Fan 10 TV and the Ohio Education Association as we honor classroom heroes in these weird times. Teachers and educators need our support and recognition more than ever. Nominate your classroom hero at 971thefan.com slash heroes. If your teacher was just arrested for setting a student's hands on fire... (laughs) That was, Do not vote for that person. That was earlier in the week. I don't think, I hope that's not happening now. My greatest coaches of all time. Well, we had uh, Sean, Sean tweeted the show and said, and this is probably the problem with that survey, right? Where it asked, who are the greatest coaches of all time? And then took people's just first responses or whatever they could come up with. Mm-hmm. Sean said, UConn yeah. women's basketball guy. That's right. Gino Ariema should be that's on that list. Absolutely right. And if we're going to bring up Gino Ariema, you'd also have to bring up Pat Summit. Absolutely. I think either one, if we're going to have the discussion about college coaches and the greatest of all time, then you'd have to put both those coaches' names on your list. Absolutely. So, big oversight. Good job, Sean, for catching that for us. How about uh, Bobby Bowden? Yeah. I mean, from a, I mean, definitely built that program, won quite a bit. How many championships did Bobby Bowden win? Not that that's the ultimate measure when it comes to. Greatest of all time, but I think it should account for something. They win two. Mm. <laughs> it was mm. A different era. There wasn't a playoff. Teddy's there was, it it was just a lot of voting. How about whoever the Mount Union guy is? I know how much you hate Mount Union. That the fact you can't Larry Karras. Larry, thank you, Ted. I was just going to say the fact you can't name him probably just excludes him. But all right, fine. Larry Karras, throw him in the mix. You hate him. I don't hate him. I just hate when. Mount Union fans get a little chesty about the prospects of their team, but that's whatever. Okay. Yeah, don't give them anything. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Larry Karras alive? I have no idea. I don't know. I think he still is. Oh. Still coaching or no? Are you going to do the jig on his dead body when he dies? No, why would I do that? I don't have any interest in doing that. I don't care. I don't. It was just a time where we had dinner years ago with a. Fan of Mount Union was very chesty about it. And I okay. said, all right. Bobby Bowden, two national two. championships. Oh, two. someone, it's like someone said that on the show. It's crazy. Another coach, Scotty Bowman. Scotty mm, Bowman. Yeah, sure. Red Many Wings cups. legend. Yes. Greatest of all time. Yep. That's a, yeah, there wasn't, wasn't a lot of hockey coaches on there either, were there? How are you doing? This is Anthony. I nominate John Tortorella. No, he wouldn't nominate. Come on. Yeah, build a statue. No, stop. That wouldn't happen. I won't allow it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Chris Holtman is looking for help in the transfer portal. We talked about a couple options from yesterday whose names I have forgotten. But there is someone that I'm, I'm actually excited about. All right. 
And it is former Kansas State guard Nigel Peck. All right. Nigel Peck is transferring. He plans to visit Ohio State next week. Uh, He averaged 17.4 points per game. Shot 43.6% from three. He is a guard. Of course, pretty much everybody Chris Altman's looking at in, in the portal is a guard. Right. Because they need help. Yeah, well, you need help everywhere, but yes, you're definitely going to need it at guard. That's that's good to hear if you got a guy shooting, what did you say, 46%? 40, 43.6%. Oh, 43.6%. And he's not, he's not Still just one of these specialist guys. I mean, he averages over 17 points a game. He was the guy at Kansas State in that offense. So he has entered the portal. He recently visited Miami and Purdue, also plans to visit Tennessee, and next week he's going to be here, which means I need to show up on campus with my big bag of cash. What you need to do is show up with a name, image, and likeness sponsor. What was this guy's name again? Nigel Peck. Common Man and T-Bone and Nigel Peck. That's what we're going to call the show. Let's just do that if he signs up. If he wants it. I don't know if he wants if it. If you hear a new guy doing updates for us, <laughs> it may be Nigel Peck. That's right. I don't know. I'm, we're trying to help the basketball program, all right? Absolutely. What else is anybody I'm else doing? doing right? Yeah. We can offer up that he can be, he doesn't have to be on the show, but he can put his name on it if he wants to mm-hmm. for a fee. He has sure. to pay us to put his name on it. That's not how this works. Uh, what, did I, what was I going to tell you? I don't know that he's good. Nigel Pack? No, there was something else I was going to tell you. One man. Oh, I wanted one to ask you this Pack. question. So voluntary offseason programs have begun for NFL teams this week. And the Packers are a team that is about to start up. Reports say Aaron Rodgers is not expected to attend in Green Bay. It is not uncommon for veterans of his stature to pass on voluntary offseason workouts. It is expected he will be there for the mandatory stuff, but I'm just I'm just wondering here. I'm spitballing. Aaron Rodgers, sort of a weird guy, odd guy, but clearly he won this game of chicken that he was in with the Green Bay Packers, right? Yeah. Uh, they, they're falling all over themselves, talk about how wonderful he is and trying to improve the team around him. They've given him a new contract that guarantees him $50 million over the next three seasons. I just find it odd that you don't even show up to say hello to people. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to be on the field working out. None of that. But just to show up, show your face, show your appreciation. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm here, Packer fans. I'm ready for you. Talk to the new teammates that are coming in. None of that. Yeah, that's... I, I understand what you're saying. And I don't think any of what you said is technically wrong. But you're going to crap all over me. No. My question is... I I don't think that anybody in the front office there with Green Bay cares. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is not going to affect him. He'll be fine. Are Packers fans mad about this? I'm not saying they're mad about it. I'm I mean I'm just saying sure. if I were Aaron Rodgers, I won. Yeah, I right. won the battle. Right. I I beat Mark Murphy and Guten Sunkist, whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> Careful. Gunther Cunningham. Sure. Whatever his name is. I beat him. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna show up and smile and rub it in their face, if anything. Well, I know you are, but I'm saying they. no one in this problem seems to care, so I'm going to say maybe I shouldn't care. Like, if, if, if the fans don't care and the team doesn't care and he doesn't care and none of the other players care, do, do you think... I'm asking. 
Do any of them care? Do you think there is someone on the offensive line who's like, it really sucks that Aaron's not here. What a douche. Maybe. Are they going to say anything about it? Are they no. going to put their name on it? No. That's no. what I'm talking about. No one is willing to actually say anything about this. So if they don't care at this point, that organization is doing whatever they're doing. They'll they'll go probably to another NFC Championship game and lose. And that's who they are, is this almost organization. And that's good for everyone there who's an almost pretty good. That's Aaron Rodgers. That's what you signed up for. Congratulations, dude. Teddy, here's my question, though. Where did Bobby Bowden coach after Florida State? Where did he go? I so, keep looking for that. I Florida, know you, you've been asking about it. Gulf, Gulf Coast, some Florida, directional Florida, Florida directional. Atlantic, Florida International. Florida International. Florida International I think he Gulf built that Coast, program. Uh, I think they signed him up and he built the program. Atlantic. We just combining all of the other Florida schools. That's yes. where he coached. Mm. Central Florida. Mm-hmm. That's right. That too. The Air Force Academy of Florida. They've got their own. Look it up. Space Academy. Space Academy of Cape Florida. Cape Canaveral. Yeah. Cape Canaveral U. Yeah. Don't forget the Cape Canaveral U. Bobby Bowden passed, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Wasn't that long ago, though. No. No. Okay. 17 years ago. It was not. It was, I'm telling you, within the last year. With COVID, you don't know. With COVID, it feels like if you told me, oh, that happened in 2019, I'm like, two decades ago? Because I don't, I have no function of time now. Everything is thrown off. Rapid fire coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watching an accident on westbound 670 at 5th Avenue. It is still causing slowdowns in this area, blocking the right side. Please be careful over here. We'll also find ramp restrictions. A crash still blocking the two left lanes at the bottom of the ramp to West Broad Street from westbound I-70. Caution is advised here as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options. Help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed, and the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The only thing scarier than Bones analogies is man's browser history. I'm sorry, man. I thought you want to see this. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Tuesday. Rapid fire coming up in mere moments. Game show in the 5 o'clock hour. What's the game, Boner? What's the bone, gamer? (laughs) We are going to do ouchie or no ouchie NBA playoff edition. So I will give you an NBA playoff team player's name, that too. Mm -hmm. Tell me if they're ouchie or not. Rapid fire. Rapid, rapid fire. Sponsored by Custom Air. Custom Air. Custom Solutions. Custom Comfort. All right, Teddy, rapid fire number one. What are you looking forward to seeing the most in this Saturday spring game? You know, normally I say something that has to do with the offense, but I'm going to say the defense, specifically the defensive line, just because I've heard Ryan Day talk about how the offensive line is having a hell of a time in practice trying to keep up with this defensive line and all the pressure. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, I I would be interested to see that. I, too, will be interested in the defense, but I want to watch the secondary. I want to see... 
hopefully some vast improvement out there. And yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching that. But definitely eyes on the defense for sure. Rapid fire number two. Lamar Jackson still doesn't have a contract extension with the Ravens. Do you think the Ravens will end up trading him before giving him an extension? I don't think so. I think they're going to go all the way with him. And if they have to, they're going to franchise tag him, which will not make him happy. But at the same time, Jim, Har- Jim Harbaugh, John Harbaugh is pretty much telling everybody who will listen. We are here for him whenever he wants to talk about an extension. So far, this has been Lamar Jackson's failure to negotiate an extension, not the Ravens cheaping out. Yeah, I I tend to think they want him to be there. I don't think it's an indication that they don't. Maybe there is something they could be doing. I, I It's a weird laissez-faire approach to that, right? If you could just... Call him up and say, hi, let's make an extension happen. Here are the numbers we're thinking. Maybe they have. What say you? Well, I know, but they're saying, like, well, we're here to talk when he wants to talk. And I'm sure if you asked him, he'd say, oh, I'm ready to talk what when they want to talk. What do you think they, they get talk. for him? I mean, obviously, we saw Russell Wilson get traded for three first-round picks. What does he get? Does he get the same treatment? I think it would be in that in that neighborhood, right? I mean, I, I know some people have kind of, I don't know, shorted him a little bit. But I don't. I still think he's as dangerous as anyone in the league. Rapid fire number three. Will Daniel Snyder still be the owner of the Commanders a year from now? My gut instinct is to say no. I think there's just too much here. I think the other owners privately have probably had enough. And pretty soon, publicly, they will have enough. Where they will go to Roger Goodell and say, we don't want this guy or his wife representing us as a group. Sell this team. I'll say this. I think he will still be the owner of that team a year from now with one caveat, which is something else that we don't already know about comes out. If that happens, then maybe you're right. What else needs to come out? Good question, man. But here's the answer. These guys and gals who run NFL teams are deathly afraid of participating in apparently something called cancel culture, which is apparently what it would be if you told Daniel Snyder, hey, you've been horrible for 20 years. Go away. They don't want to be seen as that because they're afraid it'll turn its ugly face towards them. Well, if you're as bad as Daniel Snyder, maybe it should come that, for well, you. That, well, that's what I was going to say. Yes, yeah, sometimes so stupid, it can be yet- tedious and frivolous to cancel everybody. I'm with you. But some people are worthy of the cancellation. That's what I'm saying. But it, it feels like if they put up with him for this long, I'm going to say they keep putting up with him unless something new comes out. All this that's currently out, I don't think is enough. Rapid fire number four. What three topics would you say you follow the most on Twitter? Sexy cam girls. <laughs> okay. Not a shock. Uh, probably hockey stuff and music news. I'm Those gonna, are my three. I will say basketball. I follow quite basketball. A bit. Basketball, soccer. Hmm. Third is thirds. I've just recently doing started doing a lot of like national parks follows and nature stuff. So I hope that will become my third this year. But right now it's probably like you know actually I said I said cam like girls that. to be a smartass, but really it's probably like home design stuff. Interior decorating, home design stuff. Yeah, I like all that stuff. Hmm. Interior decorating. Is that uh, some kind of... No? Okay, we're actually talking about home design. All right, got it. Good to know. Thank you. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. You're weird. (laughs) You're so weird and secretive with what you do over there. I have no idea. Always gross. Rapid fire number five. What's one food or drink you hated as a kid, but you love now? Alcohol. <laughs> that doesn't count. Why not? You couldn't have alcohol I, when you my, were a kid. My parents and grandparents always were giving me sips of alcohol. It tasted like ass. Really? 
Oh, yeah. I can do the same for my daughter now. If she wants to have a little sip of wine, she can have a sip uh, of wine. Wow. And she thinks it tastes like ass, but eventually <laughs> she won't. Okay. So, um, I'm going to say onions because there was a time where I, ref- th- this is sad to admit, I refused to eat the like store bought spaghetti sauce, which we would have at refused home. Refused like, to eat it because it had, I bit in one time to a little flake of onion oh. that like made the little crunchy noise mm. and my like five-year-old brain was like that's not supposed that to was be it, that's huh? it and so my mom to her, god bless her uh, she didn't have to do this but she did because she loved me she would pour in the sauce into a strainer oh, man look at her and strain out look, all I wouldn't the be chunks doing that. or get the extra saying, non-chunky we got two things what's on the <laughs> table and healthy for uh hungry for dinner yeah yeah that's right. But now, I mean, I put onions in everything. Like, and if I make something, there's almost, I mean, even, if, I don't know, chocolate chip cookies, probably an onion in it. Like, I put onions in almost everything. <laughs> I don't do that. But you know what I mean. I use them all the time in cooking is what I'm saying. I love a grilled onion. Oh, yeah. they should. I love all kinds of onions, but the smell of grilled onions, it's intoxicating. It's great. Yeah, I it makes agree. me want to do things to people. They should make a grilled onion scented candle that I would use for lovemaking. All this vanilla crap and lavender crap. Get out of here. I want a Polish sausage grilled onion candle. Yeah. (laughs) See, I feel like, though, I'd walk in your house and go, wow, it smells great. Where is all this food? And you'd be like, oh, there's no food. I didn't make any of that. But then you'd start taking your clothes off. Is that what you'd You'd say? I don't know why. Yes, it's erotic. You want a bunch of big sweaty guys coming over? That's what I want. Where's the sausage and onions? I don't have any. Well, let's have sex. I said alcohol. I'm changing my answer. What to what? I'll say coconut. Oh, you! You're... I didn't like coconut when I was a kid. Now I enjoy coconut. Do you en- see? I don't enjoy most things with coconut in it, but if it's got the flavoring of coconut, you know what I mean. Like if it's what about not... a Samoa Girl Scout? Cookie? Oh, that's you know what? That is one of my few exceptions. It's delicious. I, I do like a toasted coconut on that, but I'll do uh, coconut shrimp. I'll do it when they. Yeah, when, I'll have very that. good. But if it's just like you know, like an almond joy, you don't like that. No, or what's the. <sighs> There's different like cakes and stuff. Like German all, chocolate cake. Yeah, German chocolate cake. I'm not a fan. Yeah, not still not for me. What about if there were grilled onions in the German chocolate cake? Well, then I'm having sex with it. Of course, that's what we do. If American pie, it's American cake. <laughs> T bone. Come home. I'm sure there's a website. Lord knows there's a website for anything you dream up. It's there. You get sad when it's a bunt cake because you don't. <laughs> That changes my big fat Greek <laughs> wedding quite a bit, doesn't it? It's a bunt cake. Bunt. Bunt. Just uh, going to Yep. Interior design. A glowing right. football is coming for you. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. You're right over there. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from westbound 670 at 5th Avenue. All lanes have reopened, but plan on some residual slowdowns as traffic continues to recover. You'll also find an accident on I-70 downtown split eastbound at US-23. Traffic is backed up to the 71-315 must split. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options so the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. 
Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Dumb is the only language these two are fluent in. You're listening to Man and Bone. Hey. Hey. The USFL is starting up this weekend. And it's funny because I continue to see all these stories about the USFL. And it reminds me of like when I ran for class president when I was in third grade, where mm. I would just stand up and make promises that I could never keep. Yeah, that's right. I remember you told all the kids what they were going to, what were they going to get? Uh, no Friday school. Oh, no Friday school. Yeah, no Friday school. I was going to make everything in the vending machine free. That's you, impossible you for pick, you to do. Well, as I, all of this is grader. impossible. Yeah. All of it is. Yeah. But I, yeah, I also had a scheme where you could throw out one grade of your choice. <laughs> did you? Uh, how did the voting go? I didn't win. Oh, because the nuns took me out of contention. Mm. They said we don't like this guy because he's because he's campaign pro- on lies. Yes, exactly. Oh, okay, what a he, shame. You know what we should have today? We should have a group of nuns just taking out bad politicians. I agree with that. Yeah, I'm going to get this converted over by 2024. No, you can't do that. We know we know you won't. We're not going to... No, you can't run. Just the penguins run in and yank you off the debate stage. We don't believe you. I knew what you meant, but in my head I was like, what does Mario Lemieux have to do with it? I see. Right. Penguins. Got well, it. Well, he could dress up like a nun. Sure. Why not? Anywho, I didn't win class president. Mm. And the USFL is starting up with all this new technology, except no one has seen it or knows if it works. I saw this today. The league will experiment with a football that glows when it reaches the goal line. I uh, have I have many questions about this. Well, but let me ahead. read more for you. Yeah. During game telecast, viewers often can't see the ball under the pile of bodies at the goal line. Um, Daryl Johnston has a role with the USFL. He's the one talking here. He is the executive vice president of football operations. Uh, He says, that's something we're hoping to have this season. I don't know what that means. It either works or it doesn't work in practice. The season starts this weekend. What are we doing? Yeah, it's not even as if the NFL was saying this and it's like, well, we hope by September it's ready to go. I'm hoping to lose a bunch of weight this year, too, but that's yet to be determined. Well... Here's the thing with the glowing football that I'm not understanding. Maybe there's more that you can provide here. Is it like if I'm in the stands, am I seeing it glow? Or are we just talking on TV? Like the hockey puck from years ago that had the streak behind it, right? If you're saying you're going to digitally find the ball in the pile and you can like put a little beacon to show this is where it is at the moment the knee goes down, which we can see, then, then I'd be all about that if you're talking about like a graphical re- representation of where the ball is. If you're saying the physical ball, the orb that they're carrying is going to glow, yes. what will that do for you? Number one, because if there's nine bodies, they're all like on top of each other. Couldn't you have like a, I don't know, a, a spotlight? And if you're all on top of it, no, light's not going to come out of it, right? 
unless there's a little crack or a crevice or a space. I'm just saying there's times where you could have the glowingest ball you want and no one would still be able to see it unless this is on TV well, we're yeah, talking about. Guys are down, but they still reach the ball over the line. Well, you right. don't know if their knee is down when the ball glows. I think the point, right, the point would be, though, if, if you know, we have those plays sometimes. I understand what he's initially getting at. If your knee is down and there's three guys in front of the camera and the ball carrier, and we can't get a good angle on any direction of if the ball is over the line or not, a little, you know, graphic that would pop up and say, this is the position of the ball at this very moment. They could say, ah, clearly the ball is over the line. That is a touchdown. But you're right. If it's if it's not that, and it's just you're gonna have to see it visually. Well, that's the same problem we have uh, now. That's, that's fine. This reminds me of a 15 year old saying, like, "Hey, man, why do you have to measure? Why don't you have lasers?" All right, late, let me write that down. Lasers. lasers. How do we do that? No more chain gang how lasers. Are gonna, how are we gonna sound do good? Hey, how about when the ball crosses, it glows? Yes, glowworm ball. <laughs> we'll work on that. We may be able to do it. You can either do it or you can't. I also love how this league is starting up. And they're still facing litigation from the people who own the copyright on the first version of the USFL. And Fox is essentially saying who owns this league. Well, that defunct USFL doesn't have any value, so we don't have to adhere to their copyrights. I just saw Larry Zonka, who was the GM of the Jacksonville team Mm. back with the original USFL, make the point that we've been making, which is... You're saying it doesn't have any value, and yet you're bending over backwards to use the likenesses. Right. Yes. So how can it have no value if you want to use the thing that you say has no value? Right. That I mean, <laughs> that kind of undercuts their main point. It's almost as if this isn't well thought out. Have we ever said that ever about a spring football league, Mike? That it wasn't all completely well, well thought out? Well, the difference here behind this one from the U.S. Not the USFL. What was the other one? The Alliance? The AAF, right. Where you just have like, you know, rich kids and and millionaires trying to pretend like they're hot crap. This has the power of Fox behind it. Fox says they're committed to this for three years and they're going to invest $150 million into this product. That's what Fox says. That's all well and good. But I mean, we heard, I know it's not quite the same, but the rich kid you're talking about with the AAF, that was um, Dick Ebersole's kid. Dick Ebersole's kid, right, who... Dick Ebersaw at one point ran NBC Sports. And so what were the what was the talking point then was, well, it ain't just some rando billionaire doing this or a bunch of fly by night millionaires who got rich on crypto right, and there's NFTs. A, there's a TV They've connection. They got here. the TV connections. That will make this happen. And and to give them fair credit, the product itself, I watched a couple of AAF games. They weren't terrible. They had the gambling aspect that was trying to, you know, come through as well that would have been positioned well had they been around they apparently did not have anywhere near the financing that this or usfl will have but yet again we're doing the same thing where we're saying ah well fox is involved so how could they be stupid and it's like well they didn't apparently get the rights for the name of the league when they started so that seems like a first you know red flag there that maybe if you're going to drop 150 million into something you might clear do we have the rights to this name or not caesars is taking odds we're taking your bets on whoever you think is going to win the USFL championship. There are three teams that have plus 450 odds. That is the best. The Michigan Panthers. Who is their head coach? Oh, I don't know. Take a guess. <sighs> Rich Kotite. No. <laughs> no. Jeff Fisher. Oh, Jeff Fisher. Jeff All right. Fisher That's right. Yeah. And his mullet. The Tampa Bay Bandits. Who is who is their head coach? Rich Kotite. Todd Haley. Todd Haley. Oh, all right. 
and the New Orleans Breakers. They all have plus 450 odds. Who's their head coach? New Orleans Breakers. Todd Haley. Nope. I just told you Todd oh, Haley was Rich Tampa Coates, Bay Bandits. Sorry, Rich Cotad. I want to change my answer to Rich Cotad. Larry Fedora. <laughs> wow. Let him live. I forgot Let he was live. involved in yes, this. all right. Good. For also the- involved in this league, Mike Riley is the head coach of the New Jersey Generals. Kevin Sumlin is the head coach of the Houston Gamblers. Skip Holtz is the head Skip. coach of the Birmingham Stallions. Kirby Wilson is the head coach of the Pittsburgh Maulers. Hmm. And uh, Bart Andrus is the head coach of the Philadelphia Stars. I feel like the selling point of the USFL, and, and most of these spring football leagues to some degree, is you tune in the first couple games and you go, oh, hey, there's that guy. Hey, hey, hey. hey. And then after the fourth week, you're like, oh, I forgot why we forgot all about these guys, because they all suck. And then mm-hmm. you're going to realize this is not that really what I was watch. rolling my burrito last week, and now he's the starting left tackle. Mm. That's right. For the New Jersey Generals. New Jersey Generals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big time club If there. you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident in I-70 downtown split eastbound at US-23. Traffic is slow from the 71-315 west split in this area, so try to get things cleaned up. You'll also find an accident has cleared from westbound 670 at 5th Avenue, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. Traffic report is sponsored by Ohio 811. Contact 811 at least 48 hours before you dig, and Ohio811.org will notify the utilities to mark underground lines near your projects. It's the law. Dominion Energy of Ohio, Centerpoint Energy, Duke Energy, and Columbia Gas are reminding you to know what's below. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bones. Hello. Oh, we have baseball today. Guardians leading the Reds three to nothing. Top of the third at Great American Ballpark. I was reading a website today called Live Science. Maybe it's LiveScience.com. Mm. The corpse of a sunspot exploded yesterday, triggering a mass ejection of solar material that is headed Earth's direction. Ooh. This is plasma, waves of plasma from the sun. They are expecting this to hit Earth on April 14th. Now, what does this mean? We're all going to die? No. They're saying maybe the, the northern lights, the Aurora David Boreanis. Aurora Borealis. May, uh, may be a little bit more intense when this hits, but ultimately it doesn't really cause a problem, but... I love how we know this. We know that a wave of plasma is coming for us. Well, it makes sense, right? Because they, I mean, they they say, how long would it take before, like, if the sun went out before we would actually know it? Like, not I think the we sun would can, know that pretty quick. 
No, the I sun's know, but pretty close to us. Yes, but it would still be minutes and minutes and minutes after. Yeah, that, you're probably that's right. occurring is what yeah. I'm saying. So, yeah. like, that's how long it takes to get there. Does but, it not just blow your mind that when you look up at the night sky and you look at those stars, you're looking at things that may have died thousands of years ago, billions, and it just hasn't hasn't gotten to us yet. Yeah, light that may have already burnt out that is still on its way to us. It boggles me. I, uh, dude, I, I can't, I can't fathom all of that. It's crazy. I heard something that even in that same relation, that's much closer to home with space, that still blows my mind. I saw a guy do a demonstration online of the moon in relationship to the Earth. Okay, okay? he took a basketball and said, "Let's pretend this basketball is Earth. How big do you think?" The ball would be that is the moon circling the earth. How big of a ball if it's a basketball? And he pulls out a tennis ball and says it's about this big, size of a tennis ball. Then he pulled out a little piece of paper that was cut in the shape of the United States and he put it around the the tennis ball and it covered about half the tennis ball. And he's like, that's how big the moon is. So when you look up there, it basically like shows you that you're looking at what would be like if someone took the United States lower 48 and put it up in space. That's about what you're looking at when you see the face of the moon hmm. is a size roughly the size of the United States. And then he proceeded to demonstrate how far away from this basketball would this tennis ball have to be to represent the moon's orbit. And you're thinking like, is it two feet or three feet or maybe five feet away? He walks across the room and says it's 23 feet away <laughs> by scale. Yeah. That's how far away the moon is. That's how far we shot astronauts up there multiple times. Uh, not real. I Sorry, forgot. Kyrie Irving says, what are you talking Kyrie about? Kyrie Irving says, what are you talking about? Platinum Fox is outside saying, what are you talking about? <laughs> you kidding? Yeah. All I'm telling you is that stuff. That We don't even have to go to, you know, stars billions of light years away. We have a moon that is just utterly flummoxing when you start thinking well, about yeah. all the numbers and then I and said stuff. earlier today... That scientists think 91% of what lives in the Earth's oceans has yeah. not been discovered yet. 91%. That is, it's, it's unreal. How do we not talk more about that? We should, we, you're right. We should walk around and be like, hey, how you doing, Bob? Good. Did you know 91% of the Earth's ocean is still undiscovered? And they'd go, I did know that now because you say that every Tuesday. And then every Wednesday you have a different fact. Like, how about this one? I heard this yesterday, and it blew my mind. You know how scientists, what they think happened with ice ages? We've had many of them. Yeah. Okay, at least four or five, they believe. Major earth-covered-in-ice ice ages. They used to think, well, what was that? Was there, like, a volcano that erupted and then the melted? Ash, ash plume yeah. covered up the sun. Here's what they... Well, it might have been some of it, but here's what they actually think happened. They said it's not like the winters got extremely much more colder than they are now. It's that the summers got a little bit cooler hmm. because in a lot of places where ice is, the ice melts during and the it summer. It wasn't enough to back. melt the ice. It didn't melt. And so when a little snow would fall, it instantly freezes and builds the ice. And they said over thousands of years, that's how quickly an ice, like a covered world of ice can form. And it's only because the summer got a little cooler, like five degrees or six degrees cooler. And it went from being 38 in a place to 30. And suddenly now nothing melts. And well, so, that's kind of like Antarctica, except the temperature is obviously much colder down there. But it only snows like one inch a year. It doesn't have to. It's not like they have these huge blizzards down there, and the snow just doesn't melt. 
Right. But they're taught they it's fascinating that they brought up all it had to do was change a few degrees one way or the other. And we went from like covered in ice to covered in water. Nuts. Nuts. Anyway. Dummies talking. Live science. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mr. Rooter Plumbing. 855 Misters. What else blows our mind? I don't oh, want to I don't want to talk so, about stuff we So many did. things blow my mind. Like I we all carry around a mind-blowing device in our pocket all the time. If you have a cell phone. Oh, I didn't know you were going. Well, I mean, I thought maybe, maybe, my, maybe yours is mind-blowing. Mine is extremely <laughs> inadequate. If I show you my my device. Well, if you keep it in your pocket, it oh, must be mine right. is mind-blowing. <laughs> Look at it. Look at it. Um, it's faster. Yeah, I knew it. No, I mean, the fact that we're walking around and at any point it's like, let me call some person in, I don't know, South Africa, if you have their phone number. And you can. You can just talk to them. Yeah. Say, hey, how's it? You can FaceTime somebody in another country. And you can be like, oh, what's going on over there? And they're like, oh, I don't know. Cloudy. Like, Remember when cool. somebody moved to a different state? And they were and it was dead. Like, well, were I gone. guess I'll talk to you once a year because, I mean, the, the phone bill is so expensive. <laughs> I can't call you. I can't email you. You may as well be dead to me. Yes. I don't know what age you have to be to not know this, but there is an age where people are not aware of like MCI or long distance services where oh, I remember would, when I first moved away from my parents you would have like, to call it was like paradise pick the, pick the number that uh, who am I going to call with I haven't talked to you in two weeks it's just so expensive right I just can't and then of course it's every call is a local call and then yeah. I had to talk to him all the time now with cell phones Geraldo can accidentally send you naked pictures of himself it's like oops not accident well okay whatever I'm just saying like anyone can just send anything and it's all pretty much free Mm-hmm. That's mind blowing. Yeah, that is mind blowing. What else you got over there? Well, I mean, planes, planes. That's kind of mind blowing. You got I agree, thousands 100%. of pounds up in the sky, over floating. our head right now. There's probably there is probably tons of aluminum right over our head right now, and if or or in a trajectory where it would land near us, if it all just like fell out of the sky all at once. Okay, here we are. What do we do with that? Timmy Hall just sent me a text that says, Zach Efron is mind-blowing. <laughs> Timmy, that's not what we're talking about. matter with you? That's not what we're talking about. All right, what else are we doing? I don't know. Oh, Adam Schefter was on Rothman and Ice today. If you want to hear Adam Schefter saying all the right things but sounding like a cheap used car salesman, then go check out the Rothman and Ice yeah. podcast wherever you get your audio. I just didn't, I didn't buy into anything he had to say. I don't think for a second he is... Sorry for anything. I think he feels like this is obligation he has to do now. Maybe his bosses who are paying him $9 million a year said, hey, do us a favor. Can you go out and pretend like you're a human being for a second? And he is going through the motions, pretending to be human. Boy, you want to talk about, I assume, maybe I'm wrong. I would think the people who just were like high-fiving each other a couple weeks ago, like, yeah, we got that deal done. Adam Schefter locked him up $9 million. Oh, what's that? He sent a tweet? What was the tweet? Oh, Oh, everybody hates him now because he talked about how a dead guy kind of sucked in the NFL. The the tweet itself was insensitive, but it certainly wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. 
the way that he's handled this whole oh, thing. Oh, yes, 100%. Deleting it and then not making mention of it for two days. And then when he does make mention of it and he posts an apology, it's not a tweet. He's got a link to his podcast so he can get the clicks for that. He comes on the show today with Rothman and Ice and, again, goes through the motions, but there's this twinge in his voice that he's disgusted that he actually has to be talking about this. He's lucky that anyone here let him on. Honestly, no I wouldn't I mean, have. Right. I mean, there's a lot of people and I don't I mean, I don't blame Rothman and Ice. They have a relationship with him. They're trying to do right by that relationship, but No, they asked they, all they, the right questions. I don't I don't blame them at all for having him on, but what I am saying is if they had said, "You know what? We don't want to do this with him because it's not it's not right and we don't feel comfortable doing it." That would have been a-okay too. And it and he's lucky. He should have been thankful that he had a chance to come on this station. And I don't know. Maybe he is, but he just doesn't sound like it. What did he think he was going to get today? He is going on a radio station in Columbus, Ohio, where Dwayne Haskins starred on the field. What did he think he was going to get today? I get the vibe from him. He's one of these guys that just goes, I can't believe people are still mad about that. I don't know what you're all mad about. I said my apology. Was that not good enough for you, plebes? Like, that's what I get. That's pretty much it. It's just like, what what do you want? You're going to come to me the next time somebody's ankle's broken or a coach gets fired. I know that's what you like me for. And it's almost like he knows that and doesn't care what you think about him any other way. And maybe that's how he gets by. I've had some people say, why don't you play the audio? I'm not going to play the audio. It was on their show. Go check out their podcast. I don't want to take, you know, anything away from them. Rothman and Ice, wherever you get your audio. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Mr. Rooter Plumbing. 855 Misters. Bone wants to help out Trent Brown. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for slowdowns on I-70 downtown split eastbound at US-23. There is an accident causing some backups in that area. Traffic is slow and continues to build. About a five-minute slowdown due to that crash. You'll also find delays on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Five-minute backup over there. Starbuck Report is sponsored by RumpkeCareers.com. Rumpke is hiring CDL drivers. Earn $1,200 to $1,700 per week with a $5,000 sign-up bonus. No CDL. Paid training is available. Apply at RumpkeCareers.com or visit Rumpke on Fields Avenue every Wednesday from 11 to 3 to apply in person. Equal opportunity employer restrictions apply. An array with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Man is needing his dough. Take that for what it's worth. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Got some breaking news, Bone. Yeah, we do. Uh, Michi is in the portal. Michi Johnson says, Since I was a kid, I've always dreamed of playing at the Ohio State University, and I will always be able to say God gave me what my heart desired. First, I would like to thank God for all the opportunities he allowed me to have and also my family and friends who have been there for me throughout this long journey. Second, I want to thank the entire coaching staff, strength coaches, trainers, alumni, and professors. 
for contributing to me having a wonderful experience while attending The Ohio State University. With that being said, I will be entering the transfer portal. Mm. So he goes now. Well, we, he can always come back, right? He, but it he doesn't could, sound like that's no, likely. doesn't sound like it. Now, here's <laughs> the conspiracy theorist in me. Does this mean that Chris Holtman knows that he is getting some of these portal guards that he's after and he has politely told Michi, who he hates, <laughs> to I move on? I don't know that he hates him. But he hates Michi. They, they I will tell you. definitely did not seem to, second half of the season, want to have him on the floor well, for whatever you, reason. Chris Holtman is not the type of guy who rides people. He's not that type of coach. But you could tell when Michi was on the floor, he had no patience for Michi. No, and I'm not sure where that stems from. I know, obviously, he was limited with wearing that mask for a big part of the season. but Yeah, but then when he had the mask off, he, yeah. his minutes decreased. It was weird. It was a very, I don't, I don't know. I'm sure there's a reason for and it. I'm, I'm not saying that, that it shouldn't have been that way. Clearly, Chris Holtman saw something that he didn't like. But this was a four-star guy who came in, came in early, reclassified. Remember? Yeah, right. He came in a uh, season early so yeah. that he could be able to help the team out because they needed a little extra bodies out there. Exactly. So I think a lot of people looked at him and thought that he had some potential, but it never worked out here. Maybe it's as simple as that, that Michi's been thinking about this for a while and... You know, he decides that someplace else is better for him. Or maybe there's some writing on the wall that some new guard help is coming in and he wouldn't necessarily have a spot. I don't think that's a conspiracy theory. And I also think that's probably like both can be true, right? That he probably does feel like Michi, that there's a chance to have a better option going somewhere else. Maybe a new start will will help him achieve what he wants to. And maybe he was told, hey, and by the way, if you come back here, we we are fairly confident we're getting a couple guards, and that may eat into your minutes. You're welcome to stay, but yeah. just know that that's going to be tough to find playing time if these guys come here, and maybe they're pretty confident that that's going to happen. Uh, Bone really wants to help out Trent Brown. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to offer my services for a fee if he would like me to help. So Trent Brown at one point was listed as weighing over 400 pounds. Let him live. When he was playing with the Raiders during the 2020 season. Now, 400 pounds is, is big, but I mean, he's also 6'8. He is 6'8. I agree with that. He is also a professional athlete. So it is 400 pounds being used in a way that most of us will never move in our lives, right? Because the pounding that you take as an offensive lineman is, is fairly difficult. So, anyway, 400 pounds is more than what the Patriots want to see him at, it's more than most NFL teams would want to see him at. The Vegas roster at the time had him weighing 380 pounds, but that was clearly just what they had in the fine print, not what was actually on the field. Uh, So the new contract that Trent Brown has says that he will get up to $1.5 million in bonuses if he can keep his weight down. So for instance, he'll get $150,000 if he weighs 385 pounds or less on the first day of the team's off-season program. That's a pretty good incentive, 150 grand to weigh 385. Then if he weighs 375 on June 1st, he will get 75 grand. That's another nice little chunk of change. He'll get another check for 75 grand if he's under 365 pounds on July 15th. So they basically want him, let's say he's up to 390 right now. I don't know. Let's just say they want him to drop approximately 25 pounds to 30 pounds 
by the time he gets to July 15th. You can help him with that. I think I could. Because you've dropped 80 pounds. Yeah. I'm proud of you, by the way. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, but I here's the sad thing for me. When I see these numbers, like, oh, he weighs, let's say he weighs 380, 385, 390 pounds. That's about where I was when I started losing my weight. So I'm just saying, I'm not as big, I'm not as tall as him, and I'm not certainly a professional athlete. So maybe it is difficult. If Think of all the activity he does in a day and then still weighs 400 pounds. You know what I mean? Like the amount of food one has to consume to maintain that weight. NFL players eat a lot of food. I don't think people are fully aware of what especially offensive linemen have to eat to stay at that weight. It's almost painful to think about the amount of food he'd have to eat to do that. But I'm here to help. I will do whatever I can. I will share some recipes. We will talk about non-exercise athletic training Mm. where you're just walking around your neighborhood. Eating non-bread is what you're doing. No, non-bread would be delicious. I like non-bread. It's good. Uh, Happy opening day, Reds fans. I just saw some quotes from your owner today. Oh, did you? Teddy, did you see these Phil Castellini quotes? I just saw this a couple minutes ago, actually. Okay. Well, you know, happy opening day, Reds fans. It's uh, the start of a new season in Cincinnati. Phil Castellini, who was the prez, uh, he was on LW down in Cincinnati today. He was asked about the fan frustration with this team, essentially not trying to win. Here is what Phil had to say to those Reds fans that are frustrated. Well, where are you going to go? Let's start there. I mean, sell the team to who? I mean, that's the other thing. I mean, you want to have this debate? If you want to look at what you would have this team do, have it be more profitable, make more money, compete more in the current economic system in this game that exists, it would be to pick it up and move it somewhere else. And so be careful what you wish for. I think we're doing the best we can with the resources that we have. We're no more pleased with the results than the fans. I'm not sitting here saying anybody should be happy. I'm not sitting here polishing any trophies in the office right now. And that's what we're here to do. But the bottom line is, I do think we've had to shift the discipline. We've tried a lot of things that didn't work. They came this close to working and didn't. Nobody's got to tell me they didn't work. So I think we've learned from those things. Oh, Phil, Mm-mm-mm. happy opening day. Where are you going to go? Who are you going to root for? Be careful what you wish for, because if we sell the team, someone's just going to move it right out of Cincinnati. First of all, no, they're not. No, Major League Baseball, look, Major- Rob Manfred is stupid. You're out of your mind if you think anyone could buy the Reds and be allowed by Major League Baseball to move their original, current, oldest franchise in baseball like what are we talking about there's no, if they do everyone who likes baseball will pretty much say i'm done bye-bye you just sold the reds and they moved to somewhere else bye we're out there's no way that would happen phil i said this about the uh cleveland guardians the cincinnati reds are similar in market size to the san diego padres the san diego padres have a payroll of 200 million dollars The Cincinnati Reds are similar in market size to the Milwaukee Brewers. The Milwaukee Brewers are contenders for this division this season. They are investing money in their product, trying to win. The Reds half-ass try and win. They fake try and win. And then after it doesn't work out for a period of a year or two years, then they pull their pockets out and show you how much money they don't have. Well, then you have no business owning a baseball team. I hope you do sell. 
Because I'll tell you, Reds fans, don't buy into this fear-mongering. The Reds are never leaving the city of Cincinnati. No. Ever. Call his bluff. It is don't never go going to happen. You will have somebody buy this team for more than a billion dollars, and they will never move the team from Cincinnati. I'm not saying you're going to be the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Dodgers, and flirt with $250 million payrolls, but it is also not unrealistic when you're in the middle of a winning window to continue on that path. And not look at the books and get scared and cut bait. Man, by the way, Reds fans, if you just want to see uh, the quintessential picture of the guy who just talked down at you on opening day, of all days, to throw this out into the into the fray, right? Go to, look, look at CBSSports.com. The article is titled, Reds President Phil Castellini Scoffs at Fan Frustration. And it's written by Matt Snyder. I want you to Google that. Reds president Phil Castellini scoffs at fan frustration by Matt Snyder, CBSSports.com. Google that. See the picture of the guy who just said this to you. It may be, Mike, the douchiest photo I have ever seen of a human being. And that's the guy. What are you going to do? You're leaving and go somewhere? What a pompous ass that guy is. Daddy, Daddy bought the team. Yep. In 2006 for $270 million. And this family that tells you that you're lucky to have them Uh, is going to turn around and uh, sell this team for over a billion dollars at some point. Probably even more than that. We're probably talking $1.5 billion or something like that. There will be a a team of people lining up to buy the Cincinnati Reds. If this was such a losing investment, why would anybody do that? See, this is why we don't have the Phil Castellinis and those type of people. They wouldn't come on our show, and we don't want to have them on our show because my my response to that when he says, where are you going to go? What are you going to do? We can just sell the team. I would say, fine, go ahead. It's We all know that's the only thing your family has keeping you afloat. I would just go right into it of like, that's all your money is tied up in us. It's us, the fans, that pay you. All those businesses down there wouldn't be there if Reds fans don't come. That's where your money comes from. It comes from that, the TV deal, the tickets, all of it. It's from Reds fans. So if it doesn't work for you, sell the team and go somewhere. Take your billion oh, dollars. Be and careful leave. what you wish for, T Bone. Oh no, I'm saying if, if that if he called into our radio show and said that, I'd just tell him right off. I don't care. Screw that guy. What an oh, I'm, a, I'm dude. I'm about to get an FCC fine. I gotta I gotta watch it. Game show coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Slowdowns to watch out for on I-70 downtown split eastbound at US-23. Still working to get an accident out of that area. Traffic is backed up at the 71-315 West split. Please use caution. You'll also find delays on 71 northbound between 670 and 17th Avenue. Traffic is backed up there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Ohio 811. Contact 811 at least 48 hours before you dig, and Ohio811.org will notify the utilities to mark underground mines near your projects. As the law, Dominion Energy of Ohio, Centerpoint Energy, Duke Energy, and Columbia Gas are reminding you to know what's below. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan. And traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood 
good for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. No filler guests, no intelligence, and most of the time, no sports. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Let me tell you something, man. We have game show coming up in a oh, moment. We can, we can, we'll still do we it. Were, we were reading those Phil Castellini comments from earlier. And sometimes you read stuff and it's like, yeah, but when you hear the audio, it's different. It's worse. When uh, you hear Phil Castellini talk, the arrogance, daddy got me a baseball team. It's worse. Rob Manfred needs to get on the phone. Oh, with yeah. this guy right now and say, dude, shut your mouth. Yeah, they there needs to be. Uh, you know what? Honestly, other owners need to call him up and say, you you can you're you're ruining what little bit of, I don't know, uh, honor is left among the ownership class in this dumb sport that has been so watered down and changed over the years and everything's been kind of nuked. We still have just a little bit of specialness, and it's things like opening day in Cincinnati where that still exists here, and even though we don't give you opening day the way we should, and even though we don't have the type of matchup you probably should on opening day, we're still proud of Cincinnati on opening day, and it's a big deal, and you've just come in and took a giant turd in the pool. Like, I don't I don't know how all the other owners aren't, like, screaming at him to shut up, let alone Rob Manfred Right, who's got... You know, as much as anyone invested in Cincinnati being good, right? Everyone should want to see that team continue to thrive. But I'll tell you this, not that it's going to be a problem because I know Cincinnati fans, by and large, love this team regardless of the dumb owners. And I don't blame you. But if if baseball were to not work in Cincinnati, then it will not work anywhere. Like it's. The idea of what he's don't saying... Buy, don't buy into what he's saying. Of course not. Don't, I know this that. Is a, this is a scared little man that doesn't like his family's commitment called into question. Most Reds fans were there long before the Castellini family, and they will be there long after the Castellini I'll family. You, I'll tell you, man. And I know I can't fault Reds fans. You feel how you feel. It's tradition. It's things you like to do. You've It's opening day. You should be wanting to go down there and... I can't blame anyone who's maybe bought some season tickets and said, or, or partials and said, I'm, I, I want to go anyway just because I know they're going to suck fine, this year. But this douche is ruining it for what you. What I'm saying is, after hearing those comments today, it would be very difficult if I were a Reds fan to put money in that guy's pocket, right? Like, especially if you believe in that team and you do want to see them build a winner. And he basically said, hey, where are you going to go? What, are you going to root for some other baseball team? I know I've got you. I know you're a sucker what do you for want? this. Somebody else to come in, buy the team, and move the team out of Cincinnati. It's essentially what he said today. Yeah, which is just a bold-faced lie. He said that, and then he also said, I know you're not going to leave anyway. So, yeah, we want to win, and we're committed to it. He said all that stuff, too, but it's like, I don't know how you can say you're committed you're not, to you're it the way you're doing it. it. You're, you're not, not committed to it. You got a sniff of the playoffs for a couple years, and we're like, that's close enough, and then sold everybody off again oh, and moved I, on and started over. I can't stand him. And then for him to lecture people and say, we're committed to winning. What money are you putting towards that end? 
Where are you paying to be committed to winning? Show me that. What well, they, they did. They did, and they, they made some mistakes, but they've learned from those mistakes, and they've learned we're not going to spend money anymore. That's what right. they learned. Right. Game show. All right. Uh, Try to, yeah, whatever. I hate him. I hate everything named Castellini. Wow. Gross. All right. Uh, we're going to play Ouchie, No Ouchie, NBA Playoff Edition. I'm going to give you a player whose team is in the playoffs. You tell me if they are Ouchie or No Ouchie. All right, go ahead. Uh, first up, Luka Doncic, the star point guard for the Dallas Mavericks. I know he's Ouchie because didn't he have some some uh, calf or something? Oh, look, yes. You calf. are correct. Yes. He is Ouchie. Where's my ding? I don't know. Where is your thing? There you go. Ouchie. Spring. I thought there was more to this. That's... That's huh? just it. Okay. No, that's no, it's it. That's ouchie, game. No ouchie. That's ouchie, it. No it's ouchie. just ouchie, no ouchie. Teddy doesn't care. He's, He's pissed ouchie. off at Phil. <laughs> Sprained calf muscle. No timeline for his return. It's not looking good for him right now. Uh, Hornets small forward Gordon Hayward. Who? Ouch. Gordon Hayward. What teams do you play for? Hornets. Shale Hornets. Shale Hornets. Small forward. Is he ouchie or no ouchie? I don't know. No ouchie? Ouchie! He has a foot injury. He foot. is out indefinitely. Too bad. Will be reevaluated in approximately two weeks per the Chalehoni official press release. Gordon hey. Bombay. No, Gordon Hayward. Uh, next up, Bulls guard Alex Caruso. Oh, no. Ouchie or no ouchie? I don't know who this guy is. He wears a headband. Oh. Yeah. Played for the, the White Lakers. Sox had a shortstop named Mike Caruso. Not the same guy. Not the same guy. I'll say ouchie. He is... Do you know? Ouchie. Oh. I'm right. I was right. Yeah, no, I was ouchie. right. I said ouchie. Yeah. Well, here's... He took right. so long, I couldn't figure it out. I said he's ouchie. He is, uh, according to Billy Donovan, who's the Bulls head coach... I had no idea. Uh, <laughs> Alex Caruso went through Tuesday's practice, which involved competitive scrimmages with full contact... So he is good to go for good the to go. playoff game. All right. So yeah. is he ouchie or not ouchie? You said he's good to go. He, no. Oh, I did. I said it wrong. You're oh wrong. Oh, my God. Sucks to be you. This Sucks game, to be me. This is, <laughs> Sucks to be the listener, my friend. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Okay. Jamal Murray, Denver Nuggets point guard. Ouchie or no ouchie? I'm going to say secret option three. Fauci! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fauci! He is, he is ouchie. I'll give you ouchie because it sounded like you said ouchie. Uh, he has had a knee injury all season. It was thought he might be good to come back in the playoffs, but unfortunately, according to Shams Karania of The Athletic, that is not going to happen. So that is bad news for Denver. Oh, bad news. Next up, Ben Simmons. Now with well, he's got the the, the back, New Jersey Nets. Right? Is he ouchie or no ouchie? Well, he, he hasn't played all season, so ouchie, ouchie, yeah. There is no timeline for his return, but yes, he is dealing with the back. Two more for you, Robert Williams, set, center for the Celtics. Is he ouchie or no ouchie? Uh, no ouchie. Oh, sorry. Oh. Is everybody ouchie? He's ouchie. Uh, he's expected to return within four to six weeks after he underwent surgery. And finally, Brooklyn Nets guard Seth Curry. Seth Curry. Ouchie or not ouchie. Steph's brother. Legit. Mm. He's a shooter. Ouchie or not ouchie. Ouchie. Mm, sorry. Not ouchie. 
He has an ankle injury that had kept him out, but he will play tonight in the game against the Cavaliers, according to Brian Lewis of the New York Post. So not ouchy. Okay. Not ouchy enough to not play. How about George Gervin? <laughs> the Iceman. Mm-hmm. Dead. Uh, ouchy. Dead? That's an ouchy. That will prevent you from playing. Is he dead? And being well, being retired will prevent you from playing. I don't remember if he's dead. I think I think he is. George. I think that's right. I like <laughs> George Gervin. George Gervin. George Gervin is alive. Alive. Yeah. Great. Sixty nine. It's good to know. Good for George Gervin. All right. Thank you. You're not welcome. I don't, I don't, you're not <laughs> no, thankful. And I'm no not one welcome. is welcome. No one is welcome. Fauci. Back page coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from I-70 downtown split eastbound at US-23. All lanes have reopened in that area, but plan on some residual slowdowns. You'll also find delays on I-70 eastbound between Mound Street and Route 315. Traffic is backed up there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys. Bone Man, what's up? We had some news today, which I'm sure you will uh, touch on at length during the show. But Michi Johnson entering the transfer portal. Yeah, how about that? I Look, I didn't have any knowledge that this was going to happen. I am not surprised that Michi Johnson is in the transfer portal. I think all of us that took a look at this basketball team in 2021-2022, you looked at the injury situations as well. And Michi, to me, going in, checked all the boxes of that guy that could have had a breakout year. Could have had a big year. I expected him to. I thought he was going to start, and he did start at the beginning of the season, and that was fast. And then he was pretty much you know, resigned to his role where he got maybe 10 to 15 minutes. Sometimes he didn't appear much at all, if if at all, in a game. But it just wasn't clicking. And I know he had the injury to his the facial fracture, but I think we had kind of seen what he was going to be this year before that injury happened. And it just it left a lot to be desired. And I hope the best for the young man. That goes without saying. He's going to transfer and all the best to him. It was his dream to play here at Ohio State, and he got to live that out for a short time. And I hope uh, he continues his basketball career and has great success. I, I, clearly, I wished it would have happened here at Ohio State, but it's just not surprising to me, just strictly looking at the basketball side of things. Lots more on Michi. What else is coming up on the show tonight? Timmy and Tyvis tonight, so we'll take care of you guys for two hours. We, we realize we're coming up on the spring football game on Saturday, yeah. so we'll go through some of our needs, what we need to see. I don't know how. You know what? It's a practice game. What do we want to see? What's going to be fun for us to see on Saturday? More like that and a whole lot of other topics. We had sort of attendance guesses yesterday. 
I said 75,000. I'm going to go north of that. You're going north. I'm going to say 85. Bone, what did you say? I think I said 70. And then Teddy was, was like, like, who oh, the man, hell no wants to go? His game. What did you say, 40,000? I said 45 to 50. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I mean, for any other team, that would be well, Nebraska incredible. Got, Nebraska got like 55000 I think, their spring game this past weekend. And they're pretty gung-ho about their yeah. football. We know that. What's the, uh, I'm going to check the weather outs. again. What it's are we, crappy what are we, weather. It is going to be kind of on the crappy side, right? Mm, Panama. Well, that could be it. That what could are you be talking about? 50, 57 degrees and partly cloudy. You and me love that temperature. That's what, that's what most, people that temperature. Call, most people would call that crappy weather. In Augusta, well, 57 and yeah, partly I cloudy? 72 and sun. That's what I want. That's good weather. You see how they were dressed in Augusta when it was 55 degrees? It was yeah. like they were in the North Pole. <laughs> they it didn't was. know. Colin Morikawa had this. It's like he was wearing a sock over his head. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing was visible except his eyeballs. It's good. <laughs> Timmy, oh, Timmy's man. amusing himself with this. <laughs> Buckeye Show, top of the hour right here on The Fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, I'm going to pay off on a tease from 24 hours ago where we were talking about Ozzy Osbourne has a new album out called... Oh, yeah. Uh, it, it's actually not called Ordinary Man. It's the follow-up to his album called Ordinary Man. Uh, but this new album will be coming out in uh, later this month. And on this album, I had said yesterday, there's a bunch of big stars on this album, and then we had to go to break. So now I can tell you who is on it. Osborne's producer and guitarist Andrew Watt said he will be on this album. Also, it will have uh, Robert Trujillo from Metallica on bass, Chad Smith of the Red Hot Chili Peppers on drums, but also sharing drum duties. And this is a sad but but cool note. Mm. Taylor Hawkins of the Foo Fighters, who, of course, recently passed away, sadly, he did provide drums on some of these tracks, too. So if you want to hear one of the final things he produced or was a part of, uh, the new album from Ozzy Osbourne is coming out soon. So check that out and uh, hear Taylor Hawkins on a few of those tracks. I think that's a really neat thing. And it's always cool when some of the big stars get together to put one of these ensemble albums together. So very nice. Uh, Speaking of music, I'm curious your thoughts on this, Mike. Jack White. Uh, says that the Rolling Stones copied the Beatles. He said they were always chasing a hit constantly and feeding off whatever the hippest thing was, copying whatever the Beatles did last week. Now, I am not the biggest fan of either of those bands. I do not listen to them a ton, but from my rudimentary memories of both the Beatles and the Rolling Stones, they have very different sounds. I don't know that I do have very different sounds. But you know what? That's like saying, oh. Lennon and McCartney copied everything that Brian Wilson was doing from the Beach Boys because they were such big fans of the Beach Boys. All of these bands fed off of each other. Right. They all had influences. They all, you know, had a healthy competition with each other. So, all right, let's say that's true. So what? Yeah, right. I'd say the same thing for quarterbacks. Or we turn that to sports, right? Oh, yeah. You copy other athletes and what other teams are doing. Just trying to be successful. Weren't the Rolling Stones about as successful as any band in the history of mankind? Of course, yeah. Beatles were slightly more successful, or if you want to call it that. But yeah, yeah, right. right. It depends on how you measure it and all that. But yeah, I mean, you could say that Jack White, some of his music, uh, I don't know, like it takes references from 70s bands all over the place, right? I mean, do we say that that means he's just ripping them off? No, it means those were his influences. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, And in... Santa Monica 
UPS or U.S. Postal Service has suspended services for one block of residents because there have been reported attacks on the mail carriers by one individual in a neighborhood. This one individual has attacked carriers multiple times. No one's been hurt, but he chases them away. Man. He is well known to the carriers of mail in this area. And it sucks, though, because they're like, we're not serving the whole block because of this one dude. Because he pops out of anywhere and terrorizes the mail carriers. And nothing can be done about this, Well, huh? the police have tried, <laughs> just gets the to, police have tried the to catch him in the act so they can arrest him. But so far, they've not been able to do so. Buckeye Show's coming up next, Inside the Crew at 8. Timmy, what's coming up at 9 o'clock? Oh, a little thing called Perverted. Perverted. And then you'll see. It's the Phil Castellini Bend Over edition. It's actually of Perverted. It's the you'll see edition of Perverted. Ooh. We'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Some slowdowns to watch out for on the roads right now. You'll find some backups on Westbound 670 between Grandview Avenue and I-70. More slowdowns on 71 Southbound between 5th Avenue and Broad Street and Route 15 Southbound between Lane Avenue and 3rd Avenue. Traffic is slow there as well. Traffic report is sponsored by Kelly Blue Book. Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer is an official offer to buy your car. Enter your vehicle ID info, answer some questions, and then get a no-obligation offer to sell or trade it. Then choose a dealer to purchase your car, schedule a time, and drive away with confidence. For all of the it's, kbb.com it. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus. The fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald. Bald, bald. Here's Man and Bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost twenty years. It's called amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well it's funny because we were watching last night I had DMBA games on and uh ESPN I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, "You're I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know. 
coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, you I... You can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, Thanks. you would. You would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do something right. like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because well, I just fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy good. Right I, don't, I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate so good all right a special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet come back for more podcast and again the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us care heating and cooling call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust stop listening now the podcast is over turn it off go do something 